Welcome, everybody, to the Super Lerias by the Super Show! Everybody. Hata! 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 Come on. There's more than that's just why, me and Mikey here. Let's fire that quickly. Hata! Hata! Yeah. No one here, first time. Yeah. Travis, you've been on the show before. True. Joe, you've been on talking about how much we talk about penis and the board game one. Did that ever get up? One of those Sean ones in the archives? Yeah, it's sitting in like a to be edited episode in case we can't do another podcast at, at one point Sean's just we're gonna drop like 20 of them people just think he lives with us <laughs> that'll be like the crazy part of it people are like Sean's back like he hasn't been on in like four months I'm like yeah it's kind of weird he keeps talking about Michael Jackson like he's alive <laughs> he's really been bringing up how excited he is for the 2016 Olympics but that's, that's over by now right talking about how much he's looking forward to Suicide Squad <laughs> that's the uh Greatest segue ever, by the way. Thank you. Uh, that's the topic at hand here. As we mentioned, obviously, when Suicide Squad came out, it'd be a good chance to have Missy and Travis back on the show, talk about it. That's what's finally happened. And uh, Joe is here as well. Just finished seeing it with Mikey. How was it being at the local cinemas, paying your hard-earned money to help support legal cinema <laughs> experiences? Forward. It was a cue for both of you to just be like, hello, <laughs> just acknowledge that you were there instead of staring Christopher longingly in the eyes. <laughs> you can do it now. Yeah, you can still acknowledge the fact Try that you're hello. What's he in? Hello? No, just hello. Hello. There you go. Joe? Hello. There you go. So, Mikey, Joe, how was it seeing the movie theater experience? I said as long as it wasn't, because I felt bad not seeing it in theaters. I was like, as long as it's not a giant you didn't flaming... didn't see it in theaters. I know, but I was like, as long as it's not a giant, giant flaming pile of shit, I'll still go pay and see it in theaters after this. And uh, unfortunately it was that, so I will not... So, I've had, I've seen this movie essentially the weekend it came out, I think I saw it. Yeah. Um, and I told you afterwards... Avoiding a family theme. Uh, well, it was kind of... I saw it with Alex. Because he didn't want to go see Jack Reacher or whatever. Well, I was whatever. begging everyone to see the new Star Trek, and nobody was going for it. I haven't seen any Star Trek. So I, I like, the why. reviews are good. I would have gone for it. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't have been against it, just had no interest in seeing it. It's like, why start? Why, why start getting on it? has got Idris Elba. I can't imagine the plot was too complicated. Oh, well. It's not like one movie had another very, you know, famous black actor we all enjoy who's just covered in makeup and made completely worthless by the end. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I had seen this movie before and told you when I got out of the theater, I was like, it is hot garbage. Maybe one of the worst movies I've seen. It, it, I just hated every moment of it. And I I did not go into this the same way I did Batman vs. Superman, where I was kind of like, it can't possibly be good, but I'll keep my expectations. Like, I was actually excited for Suicide Squad. Like, the trailers looked it's relatively It's fun, decent. right? It's gotta be fun. Like, it has villains you don't see often enough. It's a theme, too, that, you know, Marvel hasn't gotten to yet. So, it was like, hey, you know, you don't have to just immediately be like, oh, this is their, you know, Guardians or something like that. That's what it ended up being, though, is just yeah. their version of Guardians of the Galaxy. But I did not care for it. Travis, how did you feel about it? Meh. 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 How, describe meh for me. What what worked for you? What worked for me? Uh, I kind of liked, I liked the introduction of new characters. I kind of liked the tie-in to the existing, like, Batman-Superman stuff, but that was a, a bit too much. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, did, did you care for the action? Did you care for the characters? I feel like that's not enough to constitute Smidge elaboration. I thought, well, I don't know. See, that's the thing. Is I thought that 
by the end of this movie, when I walked out, I, I had the feeling of like Batman versus Superman, where they probably had a great movie, but they cut the shit out of it, and then they give you this. There's a lot of bad stories that have come out about how the executives kind of handled the movie, that David Ayer, the director, finished a cut of the movie. Uh, the executives didn't like it because they had seen how much the praise the uh, trailers they cut did, the one that had like Bohemian Rhapsody in it, and they were mm -hmm. like, we want it to be more like that. So they had that same company do a second cut of the movie, like completely without any of David Ayer's supervision. And then essentially what final product we saw was them just Frankensteining those two different cuts of the movie together. See, that the execs just need to stay out of it. The pr director just needs to do his movie, put it out there, and go from there. I think that's what it is. is Marvel has... Kevin Feige, who's the like essentially the head of Marvel, so well, like Marvel Studios, and oversees that, and he knows how to keep his hands off things, or like how to just kind of keep excited about it. I was going to say, it sounds like he basically just says, "All right, here gives the reins to the directors, lets them do their thing." Yeah, and then that's it. Whereas these guys are all micromanaging, and I think that's what's going to kill the DC universe if they don't fucking get their fingers out of it. Which cut didn't have? Martian conquistadors or whatever those things were. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like essentially the thing, the henchmen of the enchantress. Yeah, that was a it's Mummy though. 4 is what it yeah. is. Yeah. It definitely feels... Wasn't there a Mummy 4 though? Mummy 3 was the Chinese one. That's... I thought there was another Mummy after Brendan Fraser. Oh, maybe there was. I think there was. The third one was terrible. Regardless. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> It was it was an odd decision, if only because like I can understand like a Suicide Squad can work. I understand you can't make it an R, which kind of works against the whole premise a little bit because mm -hmm. there's only like one real death in it. And I think part of the point of the Suicide Squad was always kind of like, hey, a couple of people die on the team; it's just what happens. Okay. But somebody nobody else. died. <laughs> Subnot. Subnot's the only character. Guy, you never even got to see use his power, power, did you? Well, he's using his rope to climb up when they blow up his head. Oh, well, what about? Well, I thought. He... Oh, well, he dies. Yeah. 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 But that's like a heroic sacrifice as opposed to like pointless death. Or, or just and like technically enchantress. So all the most powerful people Enchant in yeah. But the doctor's still alive. But I've like, read some things that say Enchantress may still be alive. You could easily work it in, like her soul's still somewhat entwined within Doctor June's so Who gives a flying yeah. shit? It doesn't really <laughs> the whole thing was sense. just like this didn't seem like a suicide squad mission. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. I understand the idea of like Amanda Waller needs a, someone to extract her out of a dangerous situation. But it's like, okay, you got these disposable guys. Only one of them is even remotely equipped to deal with this, with like the fire dude. Diablo. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like, thank God we got Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot here to take out this never-ending army of super soldiers. She brought a giant novelty hammer. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> a mallet. Captain Boomerang has, I think, two boomerangs he throws throughout the movie? He does a lot of stabbing with one. Yeah, which he doesn't... kind of defeat the purpose. Does a lot of drinking. I'll give him that. I will say, Captain why Boomerang... Why does he have a beer immediately out of prison? Like, why would they have a beer for him? <laughs> I will say Captain Boomerang probably the only character I actually like, enjoyed from the movie, though. Because I just love um, how much of a shithead he is. Mm. It's, he's like a fun dude. Like He's always running away from a fight. He's always like trying to sneak behind people and like stealing money. Since well, you said they Frankenstein the two cuts together, is that why some of the stuff that was in the trailers didn't make it into the movie? There's a lot of that. A lot of stuff. Particularly the, the Joker, Harley Quinn... Stuff, a lot of that got removed from the movie. Joker had a lot more scenes, supposedly. A lot of them got cut. He was supposed to be in that final battle at one point, and they removed that. Um, 
and they changed the way they cut certain scenes because they they decided that the uh, relationship being portrayed between Harley, Qu- uh, Harley and Joker was too abusive, so they wanted to make it less More. abusive. So they, the scene where she falls out of the helicopter in the original cut is, I believe, Joker's essentially pushing her out because he's she's annoyed him. But in this version, it's instead like the missile hits the helicopter and Joker's pushing her out to save her is what it appears like. But there's not... Like, they didn't film a scene like that. They just had to Frankenstein to look like that. The Joker doesn't say, like, I'm saving you, or anything like that. He just pushes her for some reason, and she cartwheels out of a helicopter down, like, a 300-foot drop onto a building. That's a whole other subject we could get into right there. It'd be just, like, the different characters and how they portrayed them. I feel like Joe's about to explode like a can. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just got, like, ten things on my mind. I'm not focused on The amount of head-shaking you're doing, like, <laughs> It was just it was mediocre. There was no redeeming quality for me. I don't think. I'd say worse than mediocre. I thought at I least thought some... Margot Robbie and Will Smith would give me like something mm-hmm. to make up for it, but they it, it was not in there. Well, maybe they did, and just the way they cut it, just very possible made it seem like shit. Very very. Possible. There's not a whole lot of scenes of the like actual squad getting to interact with one another. If you'll notice, like, they don't they don't meet up until. Essentially, like two thirds of the way through the movie, and even in that, it's so much like action and stuff going on. They don't actually talk or interact with each other. I compare it to like Guardians of the Galaxy because it's like here's a movie where we're going to introduce like five or so new characters who are all going to have to interact, and we're going to put play a bunch of music within the movie to kind of fit the thing. And definitely, I feel like that had to have been sort of part of the thought process of having so many songs in that movie. <laughs> expensive, it's, it's, expensive right. songs. There's Queen. There's uh. Oh, God, there's like lead. No, the Rolling Stones. There's another huge song. Like, how did you got? Why you can't, did you guys spend this you kind of money? Can't, if you haven't seen the movie, you cannot be stressed enough how many songs are in this movie. It's almost every other scene has a new song playing over it. Did and they do that because of the second trailer? I think yeah. Supposedly that was a big reason why. So they were like the second trailer where people really liked having like an old rock song during the movie, like playing over the action. So we'll just we'll do the whole bunch of that. Didn't make up for anything. No, it did not. It, it detracted because there's so many like scenes where the music just doesn't even fit. Like it's just like I don't know. Is someone supposed to be playing it? Am I listening to it? Uh, a lot more rap than I recalled. I feel like Eminem was in there at one point, right? Eminem is in there. Joe, you were you missed out on that one? Remember. I guess. Uh, you never get to say spoilers at the beginning of this podcast, too. Uh, Oops, spoilers. Yeah, but <laughs> Rhapsody, Fortunate Son. Mm-hmm. I started to joke. That's eh, I said that with too much emphasis. On, that can't be that. <laughs> not like the wallflowers are in that much demand. <laughs> like it's like Oasis. <laughs> I shouldn't have ended it with it, but it was the last song on the list. Yeah, there's a lot of that in there. Um, it, it, all right, let, let's just start digging into some certain stuff of it. I think the best place to kind of start it is let's talk about the Joker. Yay or nay on Jared Leto Joker. Nay, but he could, it could come around. I'm not like willing to completely shut it down, but I was not wild about it. He's got some cool, like, of almost like the, the Jack Nicholson, the gangster Joker, as opposed to Heath Ledger, who was more kind of like the anarchist Joker. You know, like when he's actually wearing like a fancy suit and a machine gun. I didn't mind some of that. There's a couple lines that are okay. There's a lot of lines that are really bad. And it's almost like he's trying to get, I don't think any part of him was like, let me do Heath Ledger, but. It's got some similarities, some of the, like, tones he takes. It's very like, oh, hi. It's very kind of like, 
chit chat like that's gonna get you in trouble. It's, he almost is doing like a weird kind of voice during it, which I didn't care for. And his look is just ridiculous. But I guess that's not makeup. I guess that's supposed to be the effects of him falling in that vat at some point, the one he throws Harley in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's supposed to be like part of like Joker's bleach skin is supposed to be from falling in that. Um, and I guess the hair maybe is a part of that too, but her hair didn't do that though. It's gotta be him. Eh. <laughs> He's dyeing his hair. It's you could just easily say it didn't affect her the same way or something like that. Why would that be? Well, and the other option is Joker's dyeing his hair green. Yes, that's probably what's that's happening. That's so much lamer. Dyeing his hair green with these stupid... I don't... Did he bite anybody? No. Why does he have those ridiculous teeth then? Because he's supposed to be, like, uh, modern. He's got grills. Would any part of you... Tattoos that say damaged on his forehead. Any part of you imagine Joker sitting down for that much dental work? Maybe it's just a grill. They take a mold and then it just... It fits over your teeth. I don't know what you want me to say on that. (laughs) Sure, I, I don't... I, I don't know if he get, went to the dentist and sat down for it. It by seems the stupid. It. The, the by the end of it, he's like stapled the dentist's face to the wall or something like that. Maybe that it happened. Yeah, he's a crazy playing mafia look, guy. Hair looked like a lot of work. Yeah, it did seem a little. Uh, did you care for him though at all? Because this has been a heavily discussed role. Because I don't know if you heard there were like stories about how he'd send like used condoms and dead rats to his co- his co-stars. Like he was in character. Yeah, like trying to be in character. Apparently he even uh, used to order around his henchmen to do Joker-like things on set, like when they're not filming, which I feel like would be the most... Like, if I'm the dude who's like, oh, hey, you got a role on Suicide Squad, you're gonna be one Joker sets, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. And I'm like sitting around waiting between sets, and he's on Jared Little, like, points at me, he's like, you! Go eat that squirrel's asshole! Like, what? I don't... <laughs> Do it. He like, is much like, more like Joker the mob boss, which I do kind of like. That's the Heath Ledger one. Like, he never had any henchmen that survived long around him. This guy perennially... I mean, there's a lot of casualties, certainly, amongst the Joker gooning squad, but it, it's always like an army of people behind him. Everywhere he goes, it's like he's fully equipped. Bless you. Thank you. There's not as much of the chaos element, at least as far as the planning stages for his thing. Um, but I do like the mob boss kind of Joker a little bit. Um... It's got promise. Uh, I would say it was not a good performance in my. I did not care. So for nay, it. I would I, say I didn't care for it. Uh, it was. It was just a no. It's a lot of style and no real substance to it. Yeah. Like you don't get any scene. I feel that really sets what his Joker is. He's the opposite of Matt Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> he's all, all sizzle, no steak. <laughs> like, um, well, yeah. I will say it's also the cut of the movie too that you're judging him on. I, yeah, I would have but, liked to have seen the original version and see what he did then, and then kind of do more video. But like, just within this, because in this movie, how much more could they have filmed? He's in it a, a lot more than I thought he'd be. He's not in it that much. When you consider how much he's actually doing, like maybe he's speckled in well, but it, it, there's no like because he's he's backstory not, to Harley. He's in every twenty minutes. Yeah, if, 20 if, minutes if you put hour. if you put the backstory <laughs> stuff in, it's fine. But his actual role in the movie is just a nuisance. Like he doesn't actually serve any point within the actual plot of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't add anything. He doesn't really do anything. He's just some like he doesn't drive any story around forward outside uh, the fact that he's out there. Yeah, but I feel like there's no scene of him that really establishes himself. Kind of like you know. Uh, Heath Ledger has that scene very early on in Dark Knight where he does, like, let me show you a magic trick. Yeah. And I was like, that was, like, a good scene to really kind of introduce us to what this kind of Joker is and, like, is memorable. I don't... There's no real scene. But the closest is when he's, like, he 
kills Common for making a joke about Harley being a bad bitch. Well, he electrocute. I don't think that's part of the comics, is it? That he or the cartoon that he like forcefully electroshocks uh, oh, Harley. No, I think that is part of it. Is it? I thought she was just always kind of, and he was just okay. No, I think she's supposed to originally like just be like a balanced person, but she falls. She she falls in love with him. But the actual electroshock therapy part, I don't remember. I don't know if they did in the Joker cartoon. actually like shocks her in the head. I don't remember? know if that's part of the cartoon. He puts like that. a defibrillator up to the side of her head. And... But that could be something they've added in since then. Like to actually movie. make her crazy, and I think it was kind of a cop out. Like, why it was well, totally to kind of push her that way, maybe. But she was always that person. That's kind of supposed to be Harley. She just, you know, suppressed those urges. The no, jo- I, I always the got, Joker just kind of brought them out of her. I always got the impression that it was some. Um, she was seduced and turned into that. That she was a normal person beforehand. Because there's that uh, became Lord Vader yeah. after that. <laughs> there's, uh, there's always like Go that um, that episode of the animated cartoon where she actually get recovers. And like it, Batman brings her like a dress, but she crumbles throughout. Like eventually, it doesn't stay. Eventually, she falls back. I gotta watch. I don't know if they even did any more episodes with her really after that. Yeah, no, she definitely does. Yeah, it didn't last. (laughs) Chris is like that episode I referenced that I didn't sit through the last five minutes of. I don't think she. uh, It's been a while since I've seen it, but I don't think she's actually supposed to be crazy herself. She just becomes crazy essentially over time, either from the acid or from electroshock or something like that. But it's comics. I mean, they could they could they constantly like re-invent or re-add to a character's backstory. Right, come Travis. How'd you feel about Joker? About the Joker, uh, I definitely got the feeling that it was a mix between the Nicholson and Ledger Jokers, more of the yeah. Nicholson. But I think he was also trying to mix in some of the Ledger. But you could definitely tell the difference between Nicholson and Ledger because yeah. it's like Nicholson was your. Like, as you said, like your mob boss. Gangster Joker, yeah. Yeah, and then Ledger was just kind of, he was just batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um... Eh. <laughs> so I guess if, if it was a definite yes or no, it'd probably more be more of a no. Joe, how'd you feel about Joker? Loved it! It's my th- favorite part! <laughs> I think most definitely he did research and tried to emulate Jack Nicholson and um, Heath Ledger. I saw that. I thought that was fairly obvious. As an artist, do you think he tried not to? Intentionally? Maybe subconsciously? I saw a lot of very clear parallels that could only come from him trying to imitate them. I think he had a lot of potential, and I think if they just focused on him and Harley Quinn and took a lot of the other elements out, it would have been a much better movie. And, well, I'm I'm sure we're going to get there. To fight a more real, less powerful worldly enemy than Enchantress. (laughs) Um, And... Um, I know I'll bring that up now. I'm sure we're going to have to battle Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> but I'm not, I don't have a positive or a negative of him. I wish they would have. I think he has a tremendous amount of potential. I don't I, think he realized it in that movie, whether it's how they cut it or the story, the plot, the writing, whatever. But uh, it's, he's no Heath Ledger. But I'd agree. There's a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah right. I, I like the mafia element. And he did bring some elements. I saw a lot of sparks of some creativity of a true madman that was created. That'd be great. But there wasn't nothing. Yeah. That'd have be been great if he had like a Bob, like uh, Jack Nicholson did in the first joke. Yeah, like the main your Bob. main man. <laughs> he should have been number one. Wasn't that one guy with the, uh, the Bob beard God. though? His kind of like his number one until he went down with the copper. Mike Barinol. Helicopter. Was that who that was? It was the dude. I think he was the from True Blood. 
Oh, you're right. It was Boyd. I don't. Is that how he died? I must have missed that. I think it was because uh, Harley and Joker were towards the back of the helicopter. He was more towards the front. Kind yeah, of like, like his business, Wesley, I guess. I don't even remember that guy. <laughs> I feel like anytime you saw Joker with people, it was them like running in SWAT gear. I feel like there's like three different scenes of that in the movie. Like Joker breaks into a place and a bunch of people with like SWAT gear just start. But he always people. goes in first under the guise of being like a businessman, and then all of a sudden Joker shows up. Christopher, let's be realistic. I think at that point in the movie, you're just like, this is complete and utter poop. When's it going to be done? I, I mean, he's in the first theater. 20 minutes, so that'd be great. Chris had checked out. I, already, I was already done at that point. There's already monkey fights in his head. <laughs> it was kind of a weird start to the movie, though, because they start with, like, a scene of uh, Deadshot getting beaten up, and then they start with, like, a weird scene of Harley Quinn that was oddly sexual and seemed to indicate... I didn't quite understand that they tortured her by force-feeding ice cream up her nose when she first got into the prison. Or was it ice cream too, or was it like yogurt or it, something? No, it was, it, just, it, it was just paste to keep you alive, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, it, it was ice cream because he mentioned, like, what flavor do you want this time? I think he was being sarcastic. I, I think, think it was They just, showed different ice cream flavors on it. They showed flavor. I'm sure it didn't taste like ice cream. And regardless, probably. it doesn't fucking matter if it's ice cream. It just sounds <laughs> like they're force-feeding fucking garbage down her nose. Like, that's... Well, they were Seems that like an odd torture. They were that worried about her being. Hurt, they still gave her a giant hammock, like in her cage. Isn't that the first rule? You don't give anybody any. I thought clothes? that was a blanket, though. Although they shouldn't be giving something them to hang yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you ever give like a complete lunatic something to hang himself with in a prison? If you're going to put that much effort to put her in a cage in like her own wing of the prison, can we stop pretending like she's a god? Uh, there's a scene in the bar where she's like, "All those normals out there, like you're a fucking normal. Who are you talking about?" I assume she's just referring to, like, she's non-criminals at that point. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird hodgepodge. Metahumans and people that are like, where do you get the balls to call yourself a metahuman? I mean, she does. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> Captain Boomerang doesn't even make a great shot in that whole movie. He doesn't throw boomerangs, really. I think there's, like, three boomerangs he throws and none of them do anything. He kills that first guy you see him kill in the scene. It's like he's only 15 feet away. Like, I thought you were going to show some crazy shot of him, like, bouncing it off walls to hit that guy, and he just basically, it's a straight shot. Like, kapow, guy that helped me rob this bank. Well, like, that shot, you only see him make that one trick shot. Everything else is just basically, alright, making headshots and killing everybody straight yeah. away. It doesn't help that he's surrounded by, like, 17 army dudes who are all also shooting. Yeah. So, it doesn't really give you much time to think about it. It's also... The it entire city solid. very much feels like it very obviously is like a closed set. Like they're not filming in any particular place. It's yeah. just a mm. fake city. So it feels mm. kind of small. They don't have a lot of area to work with. It's like Batman Returns. Like the fake styrofoam Gotham with all those crazy statues all over the place. Yeah, but without the money spent. Oh, it's Christmas in Gotham and there's only 15 people on the street for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they had to save all that money for the very expensive Mayan God versus oh my God. other God fight at the end. That easily is what made this movie bearable to, like, this is torture. This is torture, this movie. And that's 15 minutes into it, like, the first time you see that fight in the subway. Or where she, like, activates her brother. Uh, I was gonna say, because the first moments of Enchantress, I thought it was awesome. Like, when she's in the uh, conference room, and she's like, yeah. alright, call her, and it's like, Enchantress, you see like a dark hand grab onto hers, and like it flips yeah. over, and that's when she's there. I was like, that was a pretty cool transition. Like, there's a shot of her, like, the binding her in a bathtub full of, like, just black liquid, and like, 
weird swamp like. She comes back with Toronto. all of Tehran's nuclear secrets in 30 seconds. Yeah, I was just like, oh, it's kind of cool. Like, it's almost like a, like a gothic, creepy, swampish, like, you know, like a voodoo priestess or something like that. It was like a cool aesthetic I was getting behind. And then the rest of the movie is just her, like, popping and locking while she <laughs> talks to you in front of just another anonymous glowing Tuesday device. It was a strange step backwards in superhero movies, I thought. What was the point of the device? Was it just... Is it terraforming again, essentially? No, this one was like a giant beam that was going to destroy... It just essentially, technology, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it destroyed like the main satellite uplink for Cadmus, and then I guess was just going to destroy more of it, and then go from there and destroy the Earth. My impression was of bringing them back to like Aztec times, where it's basically no machines, you have to worship me because mm-hmm. I'm all-powerful. Kind of thing. Like right. so Doom or Stargate. Or X-Men. <laughs> the last X-Men yeah. movie, kind of. Right. Or yeah. Batman vs. Superman, another terraforming kind of. Well, just ba- uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel, sorry. Yeah. More but, like a portal into yeah, changing but, the world. But it's just some generic doomsday device. Joe was perfect. Like, is that Stargate? Like, yeah. I, I would say yes. <laughs> just might as well at that point. It's just not nearly as cool. Uh, my biggest issue, though, with the movie is just, like, it doesn't... Like, characters don't make sense. Like, it feels like they, there's no cohesion between scenes. Like I said, I like Captain Boomerang when he's a complete shithead, because he's, you know, running away from fights. But he's the first person to console Deadshot when it looks like Harley Quinn's been killed. Yeah. And it's like, one, you've been on this team for, like, three hours. That's about how long you've known these people. Two, you're known as a backstabber. You you killed Slipknot, the star of this movie. You had him run out first to see if he'd get his head blown off. So why are you the first person to express genuine emotion that Harley may have been killed? It's a bunch of that. I mean... Like, there's the scene. He leaves... There's actually... I thought it was the funniest scene in the movie where Flag's like, if anyone wants to leave, just do it now. And, the, like, immediately Jai Courtney gets up and just leaves the, like, leaves the shot. And I was like, oh, cool, that's kind of funny. But then he just pops back up later with a beer ready to fight yeah. with them. And it's like... Why? You don't... It seems nothing like you want to be a part of this. This is so over your head now at this point. You know it is. Just leave. Am I wrong? El Diablo, I thought right before he goes to fight off whatever, the Tutankhamen or whatever, whoever that thing is, does he say, I've already lost one family, I'm not going to lose another? Yes. What the fuck is that? He considers them all his family Oh, because he had one drink with them? That's the only like, not civil a- conversation any of them have. Yeah, well, you know, Harley says the same thing, too, afterwards, where she's like, also, I love that scene where the Enchantress somehow is beating them because she decided, like, I'm just going to start running in with swords and take them out that way. Yeah. Despite the fact my brother could just, like, fire off his hand and, like, you know, evaporate matter, but she beats them, and it's like, now you can join me. And Harley Quinn's the first person to walk up, and she's like, good, good. The weakest of you has decided to join my <laughs> team. Well, maybe you could Finally. talk to some of the others. <laughs> Convince the big one to join me. But she comes up, and that's her thing. She's like, but you fucked with my friends. And that's yeah. like her betrayer moment. But just like, these guys shouldn't like each other. Nothing's happening. No, there's that's supposed to be just so little, them together. so little love. Like, you could under, if it had been an entire movie together with them, I could understand it. But there's no moment where I feel like they connect together. Even though the scene in the bar doesn't end with them having any consensus point. Because it's like Captain Boomerang comes in saying, like, we're all just rotten people, it doesn't fucking matter. And then Harley Quinn's just, you know, like, we're not like the normies out there. You know, they're going to be trials. Like, no one says something that unites them together. It's just all kind of different people say things, and then they leave, and somehow they're a family now. 
Yeah, like I thought a good what showed that was like when uh, Deadshot was talking to Harley on the chopper, saw the phone, was just like, "Hey, your buddy can get me out of here," and she just was kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, you're friends with me." And then when it came time to it, she she peaced out and yeah. could have given two shits about the rest of them. But then at the end of the movie, it's like, "No, we're all family, yay." Yeah, I could understand it if they actually did something like if like the moments of life and death had bound them together. Like someone looks like they're gonna die, and someone's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna save them," you know. And they find their way, like the commonality between that, or someone rose up to lead them. But there really isn't anything like that. They just kind of walk about and then eventually fight the Enchantress and some just awful CGI fight scene. I don't know why they overdub the Enchantress too at that point. Like they have someone deeper talk over the actress so it you saw it super illegally on a downstairs TV I saw it in the theater on your laptop it looks far goofier it was your laptop it was far goofier in theaters because you can see like the mismatch of the lip sync on it it just looks so it re- it looks like Ghost Rider level shit like back when comic book movies had no idea what they were doing they were just yeah. like kind of anonymous blobs it felt very much like a return to that like, just terrible performances, bad line reading. A little off subject. If they do this to either Wonder Woman or Justice League, I'll be extremely pissed because then that just kills the whole DC universe. I mean, to me, I'm, uh, this is me, like, finally, like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I was worried for a bit. I was like, I'm not crazy about this Wonder Woman trailer. Maybe, maybe it's like a bias that's forming in me. Like, I, I'm, maybe I'm a little bit angry that DC's gotten to do like the main female hero movie before Marvel did. Maybe it's part of me that just doesn't want it to work. So and then after I saw, they Su- had 47 chances. Yeah. And then after I saw Suicide Squad, I was like, okay, no, they're just garbage movies. And I'm still, I'm still seeing that garbage impact within Wonder Woman too. So at this point. None of the movies I'm going to be excited for. I'm kind of expecting them all to be bad. I'm giving them one more. It, no. It, it'll, it'll be up to them to turn me on it at this point. What comes out first? Wonder Woman Wonder or Woman. Justice League? Wonder Woman comes out next. That's a bullet to take. For a movie I was never, like, wild about. To see Gal Gadot and Chris Pine romance their way through the 1950s. I mean, she's pretty good in, in Batman vs. Superman, but she's only in, like, ten minutes. Yeah, I liked her fighting at the end of Batman Superman, so that's why I, I felt kind of excited for yeah, that. Yeah, but you're going to have to get scenes where she actually acts, like talks to people and things like that. It's not just all going to be her fighting and stuff. That's where I'm going to be kind of questionable on it. True. Hopefully they don't cut the hell out of the movie. I was actually, I was also disappointed because I felt like there weren't cool action scenes really in Suicide Squad. It's no. very the, dark. The no. coolest scene I think is like the one where Deadshot like gets on the car, the roof of the car and is taking down guys. But I was expecting more kind of stuff like that. Like Killer Croc's in the movie. Can you name something he does that isn't just swimming in that pool underneath the water or yeah. suddenly becoming a black stereotype? Just being in the background. He did that slow mo body slam. No, the power bomb. He like power bombed a, a guard onto a car. Gave him the last ride. <laughs> well, it was more like the razor's edge. <laughs> it went butt on his shoulder. They gave oosh. Uh, it's made $385 million. Suicide Squad? Yeah. And I heard it wasn't supposed crazy. to open up in China either. It cost $175 million. So It's not great. Yeah. 
Well, that's much better after seeing it than I, I could have <laughs> ever imagined. That's more than you deserve. It made 170, I think, its first weekend. Yeah. So it only came out August 5th, so it hasn't been out a crazy long time. But Yeah, but that's three weeks now that have come since that's then. That's two. Two, yeah, but that's, I mean, it's been out three weeks. This is its third weekend. Yeah, so. I mean, chances are it's not going to burn a bridge down. Yeah, you did, I think they had, I mean, I don't know where it hasn't opened internationally yet. I mean, like Ant Man. Ant Man made like five hundred billion. I have to think they were like, "Well, we'll beat Ant Man, right?" Yeah. <laughs> Please let us beat Ant Man. Well, this was most. This was pretty much done by the time Batman vs Superman hit theaters, right? Uh, I think there was still some stuff to do because I know there were reshoots. They they had mentioned that they were doing reshoots, and like the rumor at the time was they were reshoots to make the movie funnier in response to critics mm-hmm. saying Batman vs Superman was too dour. So, I don't know if that was the case, but there were reshoots, so they were still doing stuff at that point. Nothing had been finalized. It sounds like they're just, the execs are a bunch of worry warts, so if they hear anything, then it's just like, oh shit, and we gotta go do this. You know? Well, they did another power move. They had a bunch of uh, journalists go to the, like, anyone who was critical of Batman vs. Superman, they invited them to come see uh, what they were doing on Justice League, so they could come back and report, like, Justice League's looking really good from what I've seen. So, I mean, yeah, it does seem like they're very uh, very cautious as to what the critics are saying. Oh, please. For the love of God. You obviously knew what you were doing when you made the trailers for this movie. Because the trailers for this movie didn't have a bunch of CGI mummies and bullshit running around. If I'd have seen that, I would have been... I My opinion of this movie, I was... Like, my jaw was almost on the floor. As they got more and more sci-fi and Lord of the Rings and just, like, crazy shit. Like, what is this? This is definitely not the movie that was marketed to me. I didn't think the Suicide Squad, although the Suicide Squad's a, a weird hodgepodge. Joe described it the best. He's like, it's um, it's the Watchmen, <laughs> where it's like this one insanely powerful person, Enchantress, and like a bunch of people are like, I do stuff too. <laughs> I throw boomerangs. What <laughs> even? Kapow! I got that. I, it's like it stuns me. They didn't try to write some scene in the movie where Boomerang does a crazy like move, and you're like. Okay, now I understand why he's in the movie. You're just sitting there, you're just like, how is he any better than a dude with a gun? No. And any, a dude with a gun who has a knife on his belt, how is he any better than that? <laughs> they carry around a uh, pink unicorn. Yeah, is he like, which is some <clears throat> weird thing I think they just add into the movie to be funny. Um, but it's just like, what, what is he like oh, a ma- stupid. Is he like a master hacker <laughs> or something? Like, is there some other skill he possibly has that you can like rationalize off that has... Or is it just that he throws boomerangs and has, like, a, a goofy name? That like, from the rest of that squad, like, wait, we all get the same 10-year reduction? I feel like that's not fair. Yeah, like... He's essentially dead shot just with boomerangs. Not even that, because they don't say he's that... He misses all the time! Well, yeah. then, like, if he were to actually play to his character, that, that that's essentially what he is. So yeah. Like, two I, sharpshooters and... Yeah, it's just... He's Nickel and Diamond. Deadshot's always kind of been a bigger... I mean, he definitely makes more than a year than I would guess any of the Captain Boomerangs that pulled in <laughs> in their robberies. Probably, but I was—I was mostly going into it to see like a bunch of fun personalities kind of interacting with each other. There's not much of that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing from Killer Croc really in the movie. That's what's astonishing. That dude has like six lines in the whole movie. Yeah, and good almost, for him. I bet he made a ton of money. I hope he did. Yeah, but man. It's a huge waste of Mr. Echo. Yeah, it's like another another character who I felt like they had a story there for him, but they just didn't do anything with it, because they're like, 
he wasn't always a monster, but people just treated him like one, so he became one. And, like, he expected something with that to follow through with the movie, but then it's never addressed again. He doesn't even bring it up in that scene. No. It's just like, okay, I guess he just is hopelessly lost, and he'll spend the rest of his life watching BET. But he lived. Oh, my God. Which I'm surprised. I mean, when's the last time AAA is outside of concussion? When, when's the last time <laughs> Bill movie? Smith walks to the door like, I'm coming in. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I said you could. <laughs> I feel like they were filming it, and he's like, yo, man, for the concussion Oscar parties, you're always my plus one, bro. You're coming every time. <laughs> every time. Uh, after I get nominated, we're going to be going to so many parties. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not a good movie. No. Where would you, does this rank along like your, like the worst comic book movies you've seen? It's the worst movie I've seen in theaters since Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh um, my god, I, yeah. I haven't seen that movie yet. It's terrible. Yeah, it's don't plan it's on fucking, it. it's a lot like this actually, but <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I don't know if it's worse than Batman and Robin. Or Superman four, those or Superman three and four, honestly, are both terrible. Those would be like the the bottom of the the sewer, but it's it's very close. It's definitely the worst movie to come out in at least ten years of superhero movies. Well, you, have you seen enough of Fantastic Four to pull it up against that? Yeah, you know the thing. I thought Fantastic Four is okay, but I saw it in ha- half hour spurts over the course of like a month. So I bet if I sat through the whole thing start to finish, I might say that's worse. I hate to say it, but I would actually say Fantastic Four. I thought it was better than Suicide Squad. That's which, which that's, is that's bad. a damning yeah. statement. Neither are great <laughs> by any means. Oh, but at least there was. To me, it seems like there was more of a story, at least with Fantastic Four. How they mm-hmm. did it, yeah. shitty. But with Suicide Squad, just kind of yeah, as it was a hodgepodge of shit, and it just it didn't work. Yeah. How about the crazy big twist that the person they were coming to get was Amanda Waller all along? I'll say this. I think the movie could have been definitely better if you'd made, what are they, Checkpoint or Checkmate? Is that what the group's called? The one Amanda Waller works for? Cadmus? Cadmus, yeah. I think if you could, they should have looked a lot more competent and in charge, like they actually knew what they were doing. Like, there's no need for her to have been the person that was they were picking up. They could have just picked up a safe full of files. Yeah, and it would have served the same purpose. But then you immediately make like, oh, that's for, they're a bunch of goobers at Cadmus too, that they have to be. I don't know if at this point if they're supposed to be Cadmus or not because I don't know if they mention it specifically in the movie. At one point summoned. they become checkmate in the comics, and it's they they think that this they're just supposed to be some anonymous branch of the government. But I they they hinted. I thought Walder was one of the few they kind of got pretty close to. Right. Okay. I thought Viola yeah. Davis was good at that. You know, like that stone cold like shooting the. Should be fatter. Back of the head. Yeah, I kind of actually do wish she was a little bit chunkier. She's huge in the comics. She's yeah. a big old fat lady. She's giant and fat. Like that's part of the name, and they call they nickname her the Wall. Yeah. she's you know very huge, rather large. But she's it's always just threats and I'll fucking. Know. <laughs> but that's I love in that small after credit scene where she's just like you stop working at nights. You look tired, yeah. like to Batman, because she's always she's one of the few people who's always like seemed to have known Batman's yeah. secret. Like she's not fucking. She's she's one of like the smartest people in that universe. You like seeing that, mm-hmm. so it was kind of weird for like a part of the movie. It's just like I've been captured by the Enchantress. Oh no, <laughs> help me! Um, yeah. No, any, anything else you're gonna want to mention in regards to that? Drop the burrito. <laughs> Ike Barinhold talking to 
El Diablo when they let him out. He's like, oh, put down the burrito. We got something to tell you. <laughs> Do you remember that, Joe, right? Oh, yeah. I was surprised how racist that was. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you look at it, there's a lot of, like, almost everyone feels like they fit some kind of stereotype in a small way. And then way. this flashback, when he's using the fire powers, he has the Latin king crown over mm-hmm. his head. Why? What would be the point of that? Everyone knows who you are. It's his power statement. It's his power move. I honestly, I thought, like, wow, that'll probably be the most disgusting part of this movie. I bet it can't. You're like, that must have been what Christopher was really angry about. He was so <laughs> angry about that L.A. King's crown. And then expensive soundtrack was the last thing I wrote. Because it is the whole time sitting there. Like, there's no need for it. Right. I love these songs, but there's no need for you guys to be paying for these songs in this movie. Would you... Would you even humor the idea of a Suicide Squad 2? Not in theaters. Even on Redbox? Maybe if Mr. Freeze is in. Oh, oh Redbox. Yeah, they're like, we're going to do a Suicide it. Squad 2. The whole gang's back together. We brought in some other big-name characters to fill out the list, like uh, Bronze Tiger oh. and... Ventriloquist Lady Ventriloquist. I'm trying to think of like some other like She's just got giant cans and a Muppet. <laughs> trying to think of like some other physical character they could just put into the group that wouldn't mean anything. Dollmaster Jr., like a couple of rogue Superman yeah, shit villains. It's just like uh and Captain Cold, but without the cold gun. And Mr. Mixes Flick, 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 whatever. Well, that's, that's an amazing... Oh, yeah, like, that's their enchantress for this episode. Like, a dude who could warp reality <laughs> with his mind. Yeah, this one... Oh, he can make it... Played by Larry David. It has to be Larry David. It's gotta be. At this point, I could almost see them as, like, a secondary story in another movie as kind of, like, filler. Not another... That's too small of a role to play for Will Smith, though. Yeah, yeah it's and true. And probably Margot Robbie, but I'm assuming she's off to do a... Joker movie, Harley Quinn movie, or something. Yeah, why don't we, why don't we put the brakes on that a little bit? Oh, I know something DC does not like hearing at this point. They're like, "No, get it, filming. Hurry up! We're gonna catch up with Marvel." But it's like, why, why don't you take a break? Why don't you put the brakes on this train a little bit? See what? Yeah, let's not keep going full speed ahead when there's only a few feet of tracks ahead of you. Yeah, like they're working ahead. But I made peanut butter that. and jelly sandwich. Now I'm gonna try lasagna. <laughs> Shit, slow down. That was Sean when he was five. You can they captured that scene perfectly. <laughs> I got it. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll wrap up Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad. Don't see it if you haven't. The cartoon. See the animated one that came out like maybe a year and a half ago. Much better. The film. It's, Attack on Arkham. I think it's called. Yeah, Attack on Arkham. It's and it's got- very much based. I think because at this point that Suicide Squad cast had been announced, so they kind of based it a bit off that. Because Harley Quinn's a part of Harley Quinn and Deadshot are the main two. There is a, like about the same amount of Captain Joker. Boomerang's in it. Uh, King Shark instead King of Shark Killer Frost. Yeah, uh, Killer Frost essentially instead of like El Diablo in yeah. a way, like someone else who could just shoot an element. It, it's significantly better movie. Isn't King Shark? Isn't he part of the like, Flash universe? Yeah, he's a Flash villain, I think mostly. But who cares? A lot of the. Well, no, I'm just curious. Because yeah, I'm no. to... we barely even, we didn't even mention the Flash cameo. It's quick. Extreme that was kind of cool. I thought it looked okay. Yeah, compared to the rest of that movie, you'd find your beacons of light. Yeah, I'm like, sure. <laughs> I, I can't get excited for a Flash if it's going to be in this garbage universe at this point. From what I heard, I, I think if they're going to do a Flash movie, I think they're going to throw Cyborg into it as well. Yeah, why don't you just get both? Why don't we put the brakes on wait, a lot of Why don't I wait to see yeah. what Cyborg is even like before we start throwing him in the movies? <laughs> yeah. 
Like he says, this hidden talent that we just need to start inserting into things. Like, oh, this guy needs a little bit more cyborg. Hey, boy. Cyborg! <laughs> we'll get the first black movie out first. Take that, superheroes. Like, somehow beat Black Panther, but be worse than Black Panther. Like, you know you've actually set them back even further. I'm like, you, you know you only have, like, a year-long time frame to do that in, right? Like, Black Panther's coming. Like, they, have, <laughs> they have so many people signed up for it. You Time's on our side. They're like, we can crank one out in about four months. I don't think... You shouldn't. I don't know if you can. You shouldn't, regardless. Yeah, get it. Let's just get that quick static shock movie out there, but it's been calling for them. They need well, Jeff, I have, but they, not like this. Not like this! They need Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park, like, <laughs> in their studios. Like, just because you can, doesn't Wait, mean you should. Isn't he in the next Thor movie? Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. That'd be sweet, I don't know. I think he is. Ragnarok, I don't know anything about it. Except Thor's in it. You mean Hulk? Yeah, Hulk. Yeah. I've heard it's uh, going to be like a little bit of, They say it's like a cosmic road trip is the way they've described it, but uh, early word is it's looking decent. Um, Scourge is in it, I think. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, Kate Blanchett's playing Hela. And I guess uh, some early shots from uh, Comic-Con said they were pretty stoked about that. Probably the last Thor movie, so... For a long time, I'd imagine. I don't... He's one of the guys that I'm like, they could keep that... Or I don't think Chris Hemsworth has that much else going on. Like, he's tried to, like, branch out into some of those stuff. Uh, but nothing... That whale movie, great. I don't think that... That did anything. Rush didn't do great. Ghostbusters didn't do great. Yeah, I thought a Ghostbusters sequel was, like, confirmed. That lost a crap ton of money. Really? Yeah. It yes. did not do well. Wow. Yeah, was, I've actually heard pretty bomb. good reviews overall, though. From I haven't heard anyone that's like a pile of garbage. They didn't, yeah, they didn't it's make just, anywhere near the amount of money they needed to. So it's a sequel's tanked to the. Oh, because they couldn't, they couldn't release it in China too, because it's got like yeah, the ghosts, specters in it. Yeah, the occult. Yes, Jeff Goldblum is in the next Thor movie. As, as Grand Master, huh. whatever the hell that is. Good for is the guy that runs the pre- is it the guy that runs that planet? Possibly. Because they were going to the planet that's just basically like a coliseum. Yeah, they're going to be doing some Planet Hulk within Thor Ragnarok, it sounds like. What was that? No, it's a DC guy, never mind. Hmm. And one of those guys from space that's just like a conqueror. There's, you might be thinking of... He's the one in Justice League that gives uh, Superman the flower that... <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah. I forget his name, though. Not Kang the Conqueror, but one of King, those. Yeah, it's something similar. I know the guy you're talking about, but I don't care. A poop person. <laughs> yeah. Some other villain like that. Alright, well, well, we'll transition off the Suicide Squad. Any Anything on anybody's mind they want to bring up? This might be a great panel for me to run through that list of uh, dating websites. <laughs> Christopher asked me, like, what apps do you use? Actually, that was specifically asking was what questions do you ask? Uh, when you're trying to get a conversation going with a girl, like if they don't have much, like I always try to like when I send the message, like include a question based off of what they put in their profile. But some girls just put such generic horseshit in theirs that's like, what do I, what do I bring up with this? How caring are you? Hey, but how's your weekend? At that point, it's pretty much. Does that not feel like? Because I, if I send the message before the weekend, I'm always being like. I, like my thought would be like ask like hey what are your weekend plans but then that's, doesn't that sound like I'm trying to be yeah. like hey what I want to come in for a date maybe yeah. no I mean if they didn't put anything in their profile for you to latch onto then that's all they should expect I'm sure they don't have a problem with it if their profile is literally like hey love hanging out with my peeps and message me I won't bite uh, then what else do they expect you to really send I mean like someone that sends like 
Some of them was like, I like coffee and conversation. Like, me too? What kind of... <laughs> Yeah. Where do you like to go? <laughs> I, I don't even bother with those profiles. I do the ones where they actually put the time into it, and it's like, okay, you like to go camping, you like doing this, you like doing that, and it's just like, okay, now i got something I can work with, and then try the conversation. Hit them if all. It, now, if it goes, as mail, email I, them all, Christopher. I'm, I, I, am, I think I shot out about 20 yesterday, and I plan to do more tonight. It's just a case of like, because I don't need to put much into mine, right? Like after, like once the conversation starts... Doesn't matter at that point. A few pictures and something to let them know you're not like a crazy person. Yeah. A guy should never have like a completely blank profile. Oh no, that, not like, completely blank, but I'm not guy. like going into everything I do throughout the day. Picture of you and your dog, a picture of you dressed up. Three pictures, I think. I might have to Photoshop a picture of me and Scotia together. She does not like posing for them. The general rule is go on their third picture is probably their most accurate. So make sure you have a good picture in your third slot when someone's scrolling through your photos. Because especially women, like the first photo is obviously the best. By the time you get the third, they're like, all right, well, here's me on a Tuesday <laughs> outside Dunkin' Donuts. And you're like, okay, so that's what you really look like. But when, like, the conversation starts to, like, not, like, hit a wall, but, like, a like a topic's done, do you have any, like, go-to things that you bring up? Um, That's when you feed off the profile. Here's a good thing to do. The first time they, like, respond to your message, and it seems like they're actually, like, into conversation... Look at their profile again. Take a bunch of snapshots of the profile so that you have it for future reference. So instead, you're not just going back and looking at her profile seven times a day and it shows up on her feed. True. <laughs> and I then you'll have... that. <laughs> yeah. And you look stupid and then you're like, oh God, I probably look like a crazy person. And I'm not even that interested in you, but I was like, did she talk about liking Goonies? I don't want to bring it up and sound like a weirdo. <laughs> or you ask Yo, her... what's your favorite Goonies quote, bitch? Or like, you ask her a question you've already asked her. That's the worst. Because you're sending out so many messages, you don't remember what you're sending out. Well, I'm going through messages. Or ask her where she worked, and the, you realize, like, oh, there was a, two paragraphs about you being an ER nurse in your profile. Oops. And then she clearly just writes you off, like, you're just looking to get laid. There's no point in talking to you. <laughs> Alright, so you have a list of dating websites, because I'm only on Match Diet right now. Match? How many can you name? Uh... Matchy Harmony, Plenty of Fish, Christian Mingles, J Date, Black People Meet, <laughs> Farmers Meet, I think there's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, isn't there one for like, is there a, isn't there one for, I'm just gonna stop with that before I get into like too much. Into like, isn't there one where like a bunch of Hispanics meet at a taco place? Or <laughs> is it a dog friend? A bunch of furries, fur friend, fur friend. Joe actually was the got me on the adult friend finder, and that one's just pictures of like chicks' vaginas, like close ups. Well, let's clarify something. I'm not on that, and I was just joking around about it. Uh, OK Cupid's the best mix okay, of like, you can meet girls that are literally looking for relationships, and then you can just meet like pigs that are on there for like crazy shit. The amount of descriptions they'll give you for putting down your gender are, or what your, your sexuality is are ridiculous. It's like, Pansexual, trender friendly, uh, homeosexual, something. I wasn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if it was something with the filters, but occasionally I would get some of those transgender ones. I'm like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no way. I saw a girl. Now, unfortunately, it's not as widely used an app. So, like, when you go feed, it's people posting supposedly close to you. Some of them are next door. Some of them are in like northern Maryland and. 
or some of them are even like in Jersey, so they're not super close. I saw a girl that was like, I'm into DDLG. Google DDLG. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Daddy Dom, little girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's her in like little girl outfits. And in the pro, I should have taken pictures of the description. And she's like, not a hot chick at all. Some like fat 20 year old. But she's like, I'm into this. It's not always sexual, but it can involve playing with toys, giving me a bath. Need an older man experienced. I don't have time to teach you shit. <laughs> like big letters. Like don't come to me That's with like if you don't know how to do this. Have. I do know uh, age play. I think is what they call it. And there is like some aspect of that within. I think BD. I don't think it's necessarily tied with BDSM, but it seems to fall in that same world a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, I don't know how they actually interact with it, but like, I don't know what you actually do. In it beyond treat one person like they're like literally an infant mm-hmm. or like a child. The other one I saw was weird was a uh, primal. I've never done that. Prime like primal and prey. Where it's, oh like, yeah, you yeah. literally act as though you're a hunter, like hunting down the woman, and they like being. Treated and that's like it. Prey. The, like meet me at the bar. Like I'm not going to approach you. You like got to come for me, and I'm going to pretend like I don't want to talk to you. And you're going to kind of like the no way. Yeah, <laughs> no goddamn chance in the world. I'm definitely not falling for that a seventeenth time. Ray, <laughs> <laughs> brave again, <laughs> again. <laughs> but OK Cupid has kind of everything. It's got the quick match, which essentially is Tinder. Where you swipe left, swipe right. The problem with Tinder is, I feel like every fourth match is a bot. It's mm-hmm. like some model where you click yes, and then it's like, hey, log on to this website, verify who you are. Like, there's so many fake profiles on Tinder, and then in between that, there's movie advertisements and all the movie advertisements. What kicked me off? I was so inferior when I got matched up with not one but both of the female co-stars of like Tatiana, Mike, and Dave. Me dates to Elaine. I was yeah. like, this is horseshit. Why is this a thing? Yeah. And they always why, like why isn't it just an ad that plays in the goddamn video? Why does it act like it's a profile within the video that I have to swipe right or left on? Mm-hmm. It's infuriating. Oh yeah, I agree. Okay, I really didn't stand that that long. <laughs> I, it was it was mind boggling. Oh, I, I might still have an image from when I did it. Okay, Cupid's good. I recommend that. Um, Agreed. I recommend at first coffee meets bagel. That sounds all this right. Is the one you probably have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Coffee meets bagel. It's uh, similar to basically it gives you matches, five matches a day. It doesn't open up the communicate. You can't message each other until both of you essentially swipe right. So it's like Tinder in that fashion. I had like three dates with incredibly hot chicks in the first two weeks, and then after that, it was all fat and Jersey. <laughs> like the, nobody was less than thirty miles away from me. Ever. And then it was Philly, outside of Philly, South Jersey. They kept getting further and further away. I haven't heard But I recommend doing it for a couple weeks. You'll get great matches at first. I feel like they try to keep you you locked in. Just go to a coffee place? No, you go wherever you want. You're confirmed. I thought it was kind of sexist because it matches you up like, hey, you have five bagels ready for review today. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sexist. But then I talked to the chicks and she's like, no, the guys are bagels too on our end. It's not just the women. You're not coffees. (laughs) You're not a big steaming cup of coffee. You're just a droopy old bagel too. (laughs) Droopy old bagel. You're 33. I don't think there's any call for that. How dare you? (laughs) 
Where do you think the sweet spot then is when trying to build a profile of gain like advice from a woman's perspective of like what do you Don't. think of my profile? Should you just think shouldn't get any advice at all? Go for your own. Chicks all the chick profiles, ninety percent of them are exactly the same. Ninety yeah. percent of them are like Oh, I love right, going dressing up, going out, but I also like staying in watching Netflix, hanging out with my friends. Sometimes there's wine in, involved. It's all the same profile. Do you assume the the moment you see hiking in their profile, do you just make like the same like that's horseshit that I do every time? Every time I see hiking, I'm like that's horseshit. You don't go hiking that much. Mm-hmm. If I see if there's no pictures of you actually hiking, I put museum. I assume. I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been but to it's museum in like five. But years. that's something like on Match.com. It's like a thing you check mark. But yeah. I see a lot of girls will put hiking in as it's something that they do. And it's just like there's no. I don't hear anywhere near as many people go hiking still. Nothing I can ask you about without sounding like a serial killer. Like where do you enjoy hiking alone? <laughs> Do you sleep out in the woods at night, or do you come back home when it's dark? Yeah. <laughs> or are you a champion and stay out there and party? Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I've been asking Terry for a couple, like, tips on how to, like, like things to put in the profile, but you're saying it's I should. Yeah. I say it's better just to go out and look at other people's profiles constantly. But I can't look at dudes' profiles. You don't want to look at dudes' profiles. But if I'm trying to figure out what my profile should look like... No, but you can gauge what other people, the amount of effort other people put on. I look at my first profile, and it was like eight paragraphs. And anytime I see a chick that puts more than two paragraphs in, like, you better be crazy hot or you're completely insane. Because then it's like just them having conversations with themselves by like the fourth paragraph. Like, well, I like this, but sometimes you know that happens. And oh, and like all of a sudden they're referencing family members you don't know. It's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you're supposed to talk and get to know each other. You shouldn't, (laughs) you're not writing a paper on yourself. You don't want to do too little, but then you don't want to do do, do too much. If you do too much, it almost seems like you're too desperate. Yeah. Oh, I had the first. I think one of the first times I sent a message to somebody, it like, and this was a while back, but it was. I think it was like I sent like a four paragraph email to them, like respond to like three different things within their profile, and I had to must just look like a serial killer at that yeah. point. I guess like just that level. Of, like you spent way too much time on this. Goodbye. Click. That's what I used to do, and. E-Harmony had like an inter- had a article about like various dating consultants. Like, what do you look for in an email? And they were viewing emails, and it were people were viewing emails that were like two or three paragraphs long. And they're like, it's a little long, but you know what? It helps get a lot of points across. It's like no girl is ever gonna answer a three paragraph first email. You throw in a couple things, and if she's got a profile that's more than six sentences, you put something in to show that you read it. That's all they want to see. Not simply, oh, the picture looks cute, I'm messaging yeah. you. Okay. Unless it's like, you might be able to do it because there's actually some sports knowledge because you can always throw that out there. Every other girl's like, mm, Phillies, don't mess with me, girl. <laughs> so I like, should I... Love my Steelers. Should I like lead in with that every time I hear there's something? There's not many Eagles Giants fans, fans where I'm just like, so, I'm assuming since your sports team hasn't given you any rings, do you have any of your own? Kaboosh! Go Giants! Oh, you're Signed, in, Christopher. You're in the <laughs> Eagles. I think retarded girls are super hot. <laughs> I also like deadbeat losers. That's awesome. I love Down Syndrome checks. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you made one bad decision after another. Would you like one more? Signed, Christopher. Let's go for dinner. Uh, team with the least rings pays. <laughs> She's like, hasn't my team crushed yours like 90% of the time over the past decade? Oh, so you should have a lot more rings than us, shouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, looks like, sounds like a comment someone with a lot of rings should be having with a sports team. Oh, you don't? Oh, I guess you're paying for dinner at that super creepy rapey waffle house downtown. <laughs> My pick. 
that's good to know. I don't know K-Cupid, though. Give it a shot. I don't have time for two dating websites right now. Be on, like, two or three. Maximize your efforts. I mean, don't, like, spend a lot of time on it, but give yourself... Trust me, girls will do it, too. They, yeah. They're on, like, three or four sites oh, yeah. themselves. But if you message one on one and you see her on another, don't message her on that one, too. <laughs> then you look like a crazy person. <laughs> Hey, I know she didn't return any of my Bumble messages. What are you going to on a <laughs> maybe, maybe on Grinder though. <laughs> Wait a minute. You should be on Grinder. So then what am I doing on Grinder? No, it's for chicks too, right? Was Bumble the one where it was the chick initiates the conversation? Yeah. You, that- well, it's the same thing as Tinder. You match up, but she's the first one that has to put something out there. Now, they changed it on Tinder. Like, a girl can still send the first messages generally down. Yeah. But Bumble, it's actually forced the girl sends the message. Bumble, I think, is a bigger city thing. There's not a ton, like, Bumble's great for, like, a week or two, and then you'll just keep getting the same people and the ones that are hot. It's like, oh, so I have to be reminded this person said no to me, like, 15 times because we never match up. <laughs> no, 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 no. This hilarious guy again. No. You know what's super creepy is I don't know if it goes through Google, but eventually some of them will start popping up on your Facebook, like, hey, wouldn't this be a friend you, like, your suggested friend list? That's terrifying. Isn't it a little creepy how much Google is able to, like, track of you and market to you? Like, if I buy something on Amazon, I'm guaranteed to get it as an advertisement, like, on websites for, like, the next two weeks. That's that Joe List joke where it's like, hey, I looked at barbells, all of a sudden barbells are showing up on my Facebook feed. Like, oh, Facebook, <laughs> Google, I thought that was between me and you. I don't know. Yeah, I get a lot of, like, oh, hey, I looked up, like, something random, like, some joke thing on Amazon.com, and now I've got, like, different novelty spatulas popping up everywhere. It's just like, I don't know about this. Mm -hmm. I looked up one anime website, and now it's like, hey, you'd like boy love subscription boxes once a month, right? Like, no Twitter. No, I don't. Not while I'm at work, please. (laughs) Not again. I told you about that. We had to talk, Twitter. No, don't suit anime boy boxes to me all the time when I'm at work. (laughs) Just because you're free doesn't mean you can walk all over me like this. Yeah. How dare you. So, any luck with any of them? Um, I've had, in the last two months, maybe seven first dates and zero second dates. So, yes and no. <laughs> what's What's the one that you, you prefer the most, then? Okay, Cupid. Match is great at... How long have you been on Match? Uh, only, like, a couple days. Okay. Match is great at first... It, after like a month or two, it, it, once again, it's not that big of an area, so you start running out of people, and then you're just like preying on like new members because you'll get a new members list too. Like, hey, these are the poor like baby deer that just wandered into this. <laughs> um, but OK Cupid, I th- feel like has a consistent amount of people dropping in and out, and it's free. That's a plus side. Would you ever ha- have you ever signed up for J Date? You just pretend like you're Jewish. Like, you already have the nose, so you feel like you can just slide right in. I don't know. I feel like chicks on there are either, A, looking for someone that's serious about their Jewish faith, which I don't... I couldn't bullshit for through that. For a date? Who do you, who or chicks know? looking for, like, doctors and lawyers. And they're like, what are you? You're just cheap. <laughs> Is that a giant like, crucifix tattooed on your arm? You're like, for my otter days. <laughs> yeah. You know, like how the Amish have one year where they just go on sabbatical and do whatever. That was me. My rum shaking, or whatever it is. <laughs> You're like my Yom Kippur. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, this is my sabbatical. <laughs> you got a ten-year-old looking tattoo of a cross? Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. 
Would you sign up for J-Date, though? Like, as a dare, almost. Like, would you sign up for it and just try to see... If somebody it? gave me, like, a free subscription for, like, a month, I'd log on and try something. Just just, yeah. just to see how long you could, like, bullshit your way through a conversation before you're like, I'm not... Because it's not like trying to be a white person sign up with black people meet. Like, they can't tell immediately. What that. synagogue do you go to? Oh, gotta go. It's the Sabbath, you know? I should be texting on the <laughs> so Sabbath. So, like, it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah, the Sabbath, right? Right? I know it's not Sunday. That's no, why okay. all the best TV's on Thursday. <laughs> Oh, what do you Jews think is the Sabbath? Oh, God, I typed that. <laughs> what do you Hebes think is the holy day? Anyone else have anything that's on their minds? Anything you want to bring up? Travis, how's life gone? It's gone. A lot of overtime. Work sucks. You don't want to talk about it? Actually, that's a, that actually did bring up something. What's, uh, what's the worst a boss has ever shit on you before? I had a boss pull me and uh, Wayne in, like my friend from high school that we'd known each other for 10 years, to yell at us both about like our disappointing numbers and for different reasons. And 15 minutes into it, I was like, couldn't you do this to us separately? Like, <laughs> our problems are not related, so you're just like singling, you're basically making us watch each other get humiliated. <laughs> and he didn't even let me finish. I was like, couldn't we do this? And no, we can't do this separately. <laughs> do you want to go into my manager's office and talk about this? It's like, oh, God, I guess we're just going to sit here for this. All right, I guess we're just going to be humiliated against one another. Joe, what about you? Any, any boss ever, like, just absolutely pooped on you? Yeah, well, I'm not even going to get into it because I'll, I can go for days. On that. <laughs> I have that personality. I have difficult setting boundaries. So, yeah. I won't. I won't bore you with any details of any specific incidents. It's great podcasting. It's <laughs> great <laughs> content. You could come up with one like marginally funny Radio Shack story. <laughs> All right. Well, I can give you a marginally. Okay. The one time there was a, a guy that came in. He was a temporary manager in training because the other manager was on vacation. Right. Yeah. He was a real piece of work. Um, was there for a week. Got so many customer complaints. Was there talking to the regional manager on the phone almost every day. Totally obnoxious, over the top, like um, trying way too hard. And I was doing great. I was. They had an audit and everything. I had to do all the audits and all this other stuff. So his bright idea was to take me at that point, like the star of the week, and to find a way to fire me. I, sw- I swear to God. And I'm telling you, this guy was a real. He was real desperate and not confident at all. So he's. Re- I mean, I give him the benefit of the doubt because I understand how that can be sometimes. So I was, I bought this, but it didn't ring up the register mm-hmm. because it was, um, it was on the company plant. It was already, I was already paying for it for about a week, but I hadn't taken it out the store because he refused to ring it out of the inventory on the register. It was a free phone anyway, zero dollars. So I was demoing it to customers and I, I went on lunch and I said, Hey man, I'm going to get some pizza. You want a slice of pizza? I even offered, you know, to buy him lunch. So I came back with a slice of pizza now. He was watching me like a hawk that entire day. And that phone that was activated in my name mm-hmm. on the Radio Shack employee plan but was not run out of the uh, inventory, I brought it with me to go get lunch. So I took it out of the store. So as soon as I did that, he got on the phone with the regional manager. Okay? And took, made up this entire whole story on how like I'm stealing and stuff like that. So I get back into the store and he meets me at the door. Here's your pizza. And follows me. He's literally like two feet behind me the, for like five minutes. And I did a double take on this. I'm like, what is this guy doing? So he finally 
<clears throat> calls me back in the office and says, and comes up with this whole prefabricated story he's been working on and how, like, I stole my cell phone. Which is complete, absolute nonsense. Yeah. So, he, he played this game where he, like, he bought me around the store so I'd collect all my stuff so I wouldn't steal anything or whatever and took my keys because I was, like, an opening, closing guy. Yeah. Um, which was completely ridiculous. So, <clears throat> he kicked me out of the store and I was dumbfounded. I was like, I wasn't even upset. I was just like, this guy really has some problems. So, I had Russ Carley, the regional manager, mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't use his name he's on a podcast, right? But he's a big wing in the, the Radio Shack wheel. I don't right. know what he does now. I'd be curious to find out. I bet he's on LinkedIn. Ah, he might be. Well, he, he left. He didn't give a shit. So, I called him up two minutes from leaving, driving home. I told him the whole story. And he was just like, Joe, don't even worry about it. This guy ain't going to make it anyway. Just... Uh, his last days like a day from now just come back in two days and get your keys don't worry about it and then he married your mom <laughs> yeah but that wasn't even like a major like I wasn't nervous or yeah. anything about that one at all but you asked for that Radio is, Shack that story like, it's a Radio Shack story that is like, yeah. what the fuck dude I'm like Oh my yeah, the god! The Radio Shack were all pretty shady. So yeah, it was a bunch of people that like couldn't get hired anywhere else, and they just got hired by a company that was floundering to stay alive to begin with. Yeah, I could. Uh, I I was kind of lucky. I didn't have too many of those experiences working with Target. The worst I think I ever had. I think I told the story before is when I had Tom on the radio, and the dude just for whatever reason I worked there for like a year, could not remember my name, and it was like the one night that the usually I'd work cashier. And this is the one night that uh, the card attendant, I think is what they call them, essentially like the person who gets cards, cleans the bathrooms, like half janitorial. and then the Usually a retarded guy. Yeah, like that person called off, so they put me on it. So you have to have a walkie-talkie. And I, I was just behind all night, but I was like busting my ass throughout most of it. And it's just Tom constantly calling me on the radio by the wrong name. Like, Phil, are we going to get those carts out there sometime soon? <laughs> Phil, are we coming in some, at some point? Phil... Uh, the bathrooms don't look like they've been signed up for in this hour. You're going to make sure... And this is like on the radio, so everyone can hear it. As he's just riding my dick the whole night, every time calling me Phil. So finally, like, the last thing you have to do is take the reject, like, anything that's just going to be compacted, and you throw it into like a big compactor in the back room. And I just finished throwing it back there, and like the thing comes on, like, Hey, Phil, do you think you got the uh, stuff done in the back there? We need you up front. And I just came on the radio. I was like, Tom, my name's Chris. And then just stopped. I just didn't say anything else. And, like, I passed by, like, three other Target employees who were just laughing their ass off at that point. Like, that was hysterical, man. It was like, how would you call... Like, I've worked there for a year now. How do you call me by the wrong name the entire Even night? Even better, no one else corrected him. Like, yeah. you know that's not Phil, right? Yeah, like, someone else was like, hey, that's Chris. He's been here for actually a decent amount of time. I don't know why you're calling him Phil the entire... I think there was another fat white guy who at one point worked at Target, who were, like did card attendance at the time that was Phil. But no, it's Phil. Like, he'd fill your mouth with a bunch of free cookies over the garbage at Food Avenue. No one should have known that. <laughs> no one knew but me. <laughs> That's how I ate them over the garbage. Not. Remember, I, I ate them over the garbage so that the security cameras couldn't tell what I was doing. <laughs> Most amount of espionage I could muster. I assumed that Jack Reacher was a story about me eventually. Like, I'm the super spy here. <laughs> Tom Cruise has been playing me in a movie next year. Travis. I actually can't think of any. Mm-hmm. I actually have uh, one, though, that like comes to mind of the worst time. My boss ever like, just pooped all over me. It was when I was working. Uh, I was a temporary clerk typist with PennDOT, actually. And 
I got moved up essentially into a smaller spot. Um, like I, I had my temporary position, and apparently, like someone on another floor, still within PennDOT, like their administrative assistant just left, and they needed help up there. So like, we're gonna essentially lend you to them. Like you're still under us for assignment, but you're just gonna work up there, help this other chick out. And I go up there, and she is like the biggest hard ass I've ever seen and clearly just does not respect me in even the slightest like it was part of my job assignments to tell her when lunch and when to go home were like mm. she's just like I just work what? so hard and pass that you have to let me know when 12 mm. o'clock is so I eat lunch and you have to let me know when 5 o'clock is so that I leave because I have things you know I have to get home and it's just like alright fine whatever and like one time as she's passing by she's like so how much college have you had and I was just like None. Because at that point, I was, like, 19. Like, it was yeah. very clear I hadn't had college experience. And it was very, like, a look of her, like, mm-hmm. And I walk away. So at one point, she's going by, and she's trying to give me an assignment. And we're, I'm, mean, like, going through Windows Explorer. You know how everything on there is, like, called a folder? Yeah. Uh, she's, like, I'm trying to explain where something is. I'm, like, so if you go into the file right here, and I realize I said file instead of folder, so I'm trying to correct it. She jumps right out. She's, like, that's a folder folder. Oh, That's a folder. And it was, like, I couldn't do, like, I'm a temporary clerk. If you so much as even act like you want to be aggressive in any way, you're gone for good. Yeah. Just, so it's just me sitting there taking it. <laughs> That's a folder. Taking it right in the shitter. Oh, full, I was just like, oh my god, why? Right in your tender, supple it's, shit. I've cannon. never been fucked that hard since I was a schoolboy. It was so <laughs> embarrassing. I actually did think of one. Sweet. Um, I got raped. <laughs> <laughs> I got ran over by a car once. <laughs> no, it was uh, my first job out of college. I was uh, putting, I was doing ponds for basically the rich and shameless in Westchester, and um, I had worked there for about a year. Got, he's dancing on the plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> worked there for about a year. Got sick of the job. Said, "All right, fuck this. I'm quitting." So. Uh, she had some thing at the Philadelphia Flower Show we're breaking down had my two week notice handed it right to her and she's like what's this I, I just handed it to her walked away and was continuing to like finish off my work she read it and then she came over to me and she like flipped out over the whole damn thing and I was just like I started laughing in her face because of it I was just like what what do you want it's like I'm, I'm done with this shit <laughs> You should be thrilled I gave you two weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like a kind thing to do. I does any, Do you guys have it where, I don't know why, it's just like a personality thing with me. I, like, I'm, you know, like, I do, I enjoy making jokes, doing comedy, things like that. But I don't laugh at, like, stupid horse shit. Mm-hmm. And I had a coworker at one time who was, like, asking me for an assignment. She's like, hey, could you do this thing for me? We really need it done. And I was like... When you need it done by. She's like, yesterday? Ha 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 ha. And I said, Stone Cold, like, I just didn't laugh at all. And she's like, you're not laughing. I was like, tell me when the fuck you need it by. Like, it's <laughs> like, I, I'm not here to laugh at this bullshit jokes. I get, you know, you're not the first person to do like, when do you need that assignment done? Yesterday. <laughs> Moon days. It's like working at, like, it's like a Tari cashier every time someone comes up and like, find everything you're looking for and find that million dollars on the floor like that <laughs> go fuck yourself yeah. start ringing up your goddamn credit card now so I don't get a goddamn R on this stupid ass cat transaction shaky green keep yeah. moving <laughs> oh I, I have to imagine they have a better check system now but no. checks were 
they were it was hell when you worked at Target. Every time you're like, well, that's an arm. Aren't you people now. dead yet? <laughs> well, it's just like, the, it, it, you just sit there and you're like, I'm going to get an arm for this. For no reason other than the fact that this fucking person's writing a check. Or someone at, or you have to call it in. You're like, please don't make me call it in. Are you going to make me call this in and then come back and tell you it didn't get accepted? What? Yeah, because I worked there at the beginning of the summer right after I got back from Florida. Exact same experience. Yeah. Especially with their damn radio. They can be so passive-aggressive and stupid on that. I hated that radio. I will never work in a place with a radio. It was like, yeah. the only time it really sucked, too, and this is part of the fun of working in the back room whenever you worked there, because there were two channels, and channel one was like the public channel was on. Channel two was just for back room, mm-hmm. and it was great, because if you're on channel two, what's happened sometimes people would like come in there just to get shit on. So if you're on channel one, and it's like, hey, Chris, uh, did you get the Green World get that up? Like, I'm on my way over there. Hey, can you talk to me on channel two? And that's what they just, they just send you to channel two so they could shit all over you without it being on the public yeah. radio. Part. Oh, really? So if you're on channel two naturally, you just hear when people come in to be like, get your goddamn shit together and clean up <laughs> fucking green world. I don't care what you're doing. If you're on a goddamn toilet, just don't even finish wiping. Get over there and straighten the picture frames. <laughs> oh, <laughs> picture frames. That's great. Three of us have worked at Target. And I shit myself in the picture frame. I <laughs> Yeah, if you if you had had walkie talk, if you had been day crew when that happened, you'd been like, go no. to channel two. Mike, can you stop shaking your pants for one goddamn day? Night crew had, together? I think, three walkie talkies throughout the entire team. Yeah, it, there wasn't a whole lot when I was there, but that was the thing is if you went if you had to go to channel two, it was basically so they could. <laughs> that <go>. sucks. <laughs> it's just like the poop channel. <laughs> but like again, everyone in the back room's on channel two because they need to have like communication that's not as crowded. Yeah. So they just always hear it when you're getting shut <laughs> up. And so everyone in the back would just hear it be like, oh man. I wonder on. if anybody ever was just like, oh, can you meet me on channel two? And it's like, no, I'm a little busy. You can't. Oh, then you just <laughs> then they just find you and take you into the office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did that. Did you? Yeah. I had to go for it. <clears throat> well, here's a funny story. So, I worked there for three months just to get a job real quick when I got back to school. Just long this was into two fantasy football leagues. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I was the electronics guy, and I had the radio and the my device and all that. There was four channels now. Oh, okay. So, like, three was, like, AP, asset production, and I think four was the one you got yelled on. Because they <laughs> took it off, too. Oh. They left that just for the background. So the HR person comes uh, on the radio. No, no, I'm sorry. There was a small spill in my electronics department, so I go. I get on the radio. I said, uh, there's a spill in aisle whatever in the electronics department. I didn't know how to handle it. I had customers. I was selling a red card at the time, actually, yeah. a credit card. And the HR person, I didn't even know it was the HR person, gets on there and says, well, how big of a spill? It asked me, literally asked me 20 questions. And I said... I don't know. There's a spill. Don't you have someone that come and uh, bring a mop or whatever? And she was like, is it a mop spill or a toilet paper? I mean, a, a paper towel spill. I said, well, what do you want to be? We have this whole <laughs> like, freaking like, is argument. Is this really the time right. for fucking semantics? <laughs> I'm, and she's being You've a... have seen it by now. Complete <laughs> bitch. So I just... I said, look, I don't have time for some selling a red card. So I got off the radio and got the paper towels and wiped the friggin' spill up. Because she was being a complete, unbelievable, unhelpful bitch. I didn't know who she was. It was just a random voice in the radio. So I shut it off. I said, I can't let talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes back and starts yelling at me in front of customers and takes me in the back room to yell at me. That's insane. I <laughs> For no, Literally, there's no other element to this story. I wasn't being rude or anything. And I was in the... I was selling a red card at the time, too. <laughs> That's what you said, like, the entire time. You're like, but I was selling a red card! 
And she comes back and she's like, don't you ever leave a spill because a customer, I'm like, because I went to go get the paper towels was like 20 feet away. <laughs> so he gets in this whole, this was the night after I was over here with, um, you had that party. With all oh, the housewarming party, yeah. Yeah, so I had a little bit of a hangover. I really wasn't in the mood to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally, I'm serious, it was the next day. because late night. Yeah. yeah. And, um, she just went off and I said, Dressed Look, you down. I don't have time for this. I'm not here for this. I'm, I'm just here to, you know, whatever. I said, this better not affect my job. I don't want to deal with, just, I, I don't even remember what I said. I was just like, I don't even want to talk. And she went storming off, took a two-week vacation after that. Well, I told my, my supervisor about it. I said, I don't even know what this is about. And uh, three other Target employees came up to me and said, I heard what you did. Good job, man. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right like, right yeah. in the back room. Yeah, I was just... And I, I felt vindicated because I didn't know if I was going to... Not that I cared about that job then because I didn't get a job, equivalent job in two days yeah. anyway, but... Oh my god, that damn radio. And the people at the at the dressing room, they're the ones that field the calls. And then Oh, um, are they now? They are now yeah, right. And oh, they I, um they're I like the dispatcher. Do, I could not do that nowadays if I had to. Like, cause I those those women over there, God love them, but they were always just old as yeah, shit. Old as shit and annoying. I was actually Amazing. at one period there was somebody who worked you remember back where like the time punch was where you put in your time when you were logging in and out? Well, I was in the front. Uh, oh, there was one in the back too, but yeah, I was Yeah, like by the lockers yeah. essentially. Uh, there usually there was a receptionist desk there. A lot of time it was empty, but at one point, right around like the Christmas season, we got one. Uh, this woman came in there, and you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna demystify black woman, moon cricket, yeah, giant black woman. <laughs> and I don't know why, for whatever reason, she just hated the shit out of me. Every time I'd walk down the hallway, she'd be like, "Why don't you pick your feet up?" Because at that time, I guess I maybe like skid my feet, feet a little bit as I walked. Mm-hmm. But every time she'd do that to me, and then. When I'd be working electronics, she'd send every call to me, and I t- like we tell like we don't have time to answer all these calls because this is right when the Wii came out, and the thing everyone was calling. Do you guys have Wii's? Do you guys have Wii's? Yeah. So we tell the people working the phones to be like, hey, if someone exactly. calls, says send me your electronics. Are you say are you asking about the Wii? Exactly. If they are, say we do not have any right now. We do not know when they're coming back in. When we know that they're coming in. There'll be an announcement in our flyer that advertises they'll be coming out. She'd send every call that someone was asking for a Wii to me. Intentionally. I actually... It was uh, Big Sean, if you remember him. Yeah. He actually went and talked to her on my behalf. Be like, yeah, man, you need to give that guy a break. This is this is ridiculous what you're doing to him. You just, know we don't have no Wiis? It was, yeah, you know we don't have Wiis? <laughs> but it was it's every time there was a call. I mean, it would be like five phone calls a minute. Every time. He'd be like, no, we don't have any... And, like, afterwards, it'd be like, hey, like, I don't know what, LaShonda, let's just say what's her name, like, if someone calls looking for Wii's, just let them know we don't have any right now. No answer. And then, like, the next minute, it'd be like, call, come, like, God damn it. Well, I had the same thing. And they didn't do anything. And every call, the call could be about, do you have, like, Monopoly in stock? You can go right on your My Device, which they have, and they could have a dozen in stock. You just tell them yes. They transfer it anyway. And the, the one day, they must have, it was literally every two minutes. So I, and the one time I waited 30 seconds to get back to them because I'm helping a customer. So they start yelling at me on channel one. They didn't even say go to channel two. And I had enough of that. I just went right on channel one and said, don't you ever yell at me on this channel again. Look it up on your own, my device. I'm busy selling, like literally outselling everybody. 
See on I'm Channel busy. 4, Joe. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and they did. Oh, I had to put so many people in their place at Target until I finally just left. Because it was just so mediocre. It's great. Like, I yeah. like the Target, the company, and I, there were points of like working there that are kind of fun, but it's just like, there are always just so many douchebags like yeah. at the top. But. I stole so many clothes working there. Like, I would just... Like in our lunch, yeah, I would take clothes on. back and uh, <laughs> statue of limitation. Statue of limitation. It's and been everybody like who years. knew who he was there. Oh, right. Yeah, it would have on a t-shirt. There's no way it's that long. I would just go in the back when they'd go on like their first break, like the 15 minute one. It was fall, so there was like a fall jacket. I would just throw clothes on in the dressing room that I wanted, and then just throw like my uniform and my jacket on over it, and then go out to the car and just change and. I stole right, a ton. Paul. It's hundreds of dollars, probably. <laughs> wow. Over the course of like four months. I thought the worst you did was, I thought the worst you did was drinking milk and putting it back in the closet no. afterwards. That's probably the grossest. That's like the most like, oh, it's still the, the thing that like I'm ashamed to tell friends like when like funny stories come. Like my brother used to drink milk out of the <laughs> right out of the cartons and put the top back on and put it back in. And everyone's like, ew. Wait, I'm like, that is pretty disgusting. You did that in the grocery store? Oh, a few Target? times in Target when I was working night staff. Yeah, overnight. Michael. The amount of time... And I like you won't tell that story, but the one where me shitting myself in the free miles. that's just that's hilarious. But, like, it's so gross. You're like, ill. So, like, if somebody came and, like, wasn't paying enough attention, came home and they're like, oh, the seal's broken on this milk. Like, ew. I'd get stoned so often for that job because you'd work an hour and you'd get the... Like, you'd pretty much unload the truck and then you'd get your 15-minute break. And you could boogie on down to the Wendy's right before they closed at midnight and just eat a bunch of Wendy's. And you're like, oh, this was heaven. What a great time to be high. And it's like, now you got six hours in the frame aisle. <laughs> oh, God. Is that why you shit yourself because you were eating Wendy's? Yeah, it probably. I'm sure it didn't help. And the frame aisle is the furthest away from any bathroom at that point. It's like square in the middle of the store. And it was just a risky fart that went awry on me. And it was like, and it was like wet down the side of my leg. And I was like, oh. I had to like walk like clenched butt cheeks the whole way to the bathroom by the pharmacy. <laughs> I had to throw the underwear out, too. It was done. There was no saving it. Speaking of that, did we ever tell the story of uh, when we uh, had that commerce account on Thanksgiving? I don't think we ever told this on the podcast. I don't podcast. think so. On Black Friday? Yeah. So, at one period of time, uh, I just got set up with my first account, and for whatever reason, I couldn't get set up with my own account. It had to be, like, tied to Mikey's at the time. Yeah. So, like... Mine was, like, the master account. You almost had, like, my child's like, account. Something like yeah. that. I forget why it had to be that way, but that's how they had to have it set up. And I was working at Target one day, and I was, like, using the ATM, checking my balance, and, like, I looked at the receipt, and it was like, you have $18,000 in your account. And I was like, well, that's weird. That shouldn't be the case. And I, like, mentioned to a couple coworkers, they're like, just don't do anything with it. It may just be an error and it'll get fixed up. So I didn't do anything with it. But Black Friday was coming up, like, in like, just a couple days. And we were all kind of like, there were things like, we wanted to buy or things like that. But that night, night uh, we went to go use our cards and everything was declined. We were both working, like, long days on Black Friday. Like, I was working at Dick's Sporting Goods. You were at Target? Target. I was at Target. So, we were were basically across 22 from one another. People are listening who aren't from the area. Essentially, we're... About a quarter mile. Yeah, a quarter mile, but, like, just across the street. But a Wendy's right smack dab in the middle. Right in the middle. (laughs) And what we do, neither of us had a car at the time, so we were walking home. So, you got off work, were coming to meet me, we met up at the Wendy's just to be like for an epic eat off yeah like we were gonna have a big like chicken nugget eat off I think yeah and I brought up like hey 
my card isn't working at all. Like, they aren't letting me do anything. You're like, well, surely mine will. And we found out we couldn't even get approved for, like, $5 worth of food. So we just yeah. had to walk home hungry. Because we hadn't eaten. Like, yeah. it was, the plan was to have, like, an eat-off. So we just had to walk home hungry, completely broke. Because what had happened is there had been some error on the bank's part where they deposited some dude's huge check into my account because the numbers were vaguely similar. And I thought it was my student loans getting approved. I thought they were getting it directly to me. Yeah, that's right. So I I left them in there. Or no, did I transfer it over to your account? No. I think they were in my account, and just because yours was linked, they just drained both of ours Yeah, they they drained both of our accounts completely and locked them, thinking... they, They basically accused us of stealing. Oh, it was real shitty. I had to come and talk to the asset protection. It was really like, we don't want to get the police involved. Like, you accidentally put someone else's money into my account. And then fucked me over for like With three no days. heads up, no call, no nothing. Oh, goodness. What was that? Is that my glass dildo? <laughs> Shattered. <laughs> my entire collection. I've been spending years putting that together. Carl! <laughs> this is a beast, man. My vaporizer. But they... Yeah, they completely locked us out. Like, had we had bills at the time... Every one of them. I mean, we did. But like, yeah. if any of them had been due, every single one of them would bounce, which would just have caused more penalties. Mm. They weren't going to pay us back for that. They didn't give me my account back. They just flat out closed it and like, you're not welcome to another account here. And I was like, good. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, this is mm-hmm. complete horse shit. You deposited money into my account accidentally, took it away without telling me, and then act like I'm the asshole. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, no apologies ever. None whatsoever. Well, you didn't just deal deal with the idiots at the bank. You called someone in a regional officer knew, that knew what they were I doing. I think Mikey was the one who took I spoke yeah, to the regional right. asset protection guy, and he was very shady. That's forget exactly forget asset like. protection, because they have their own job. you got to talk to an executive. At that point, I didn't care. I was like, I just want to go to a different No, I found out my like school I- had the check, and that they hadn't direct deposited it. So, like, I was able to put... It was just weird that those amounts were so close to each other that right. I'd never guessed it. But, yeah. They were uh, pretty rude. And yeah, I, remember, I just got like the twenty bucks that had been in my account back at the time, yeah. and I was like, "I'm taking this to a different bank, and you guys can go find." Take one that gives me. Cookies. They're like, "Good, because no. we're not giving." Yeah, I did get a one that gives me, <laughs> and a free George Foreman Gill. So it's been pretty fucking sweet, guys. Oh yeah, mine just keeps changing names. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know when I call it Commerce Bank, and that was like what four different name iterations ago. Yeah, yeah. it was Commerce and Metro. Metro now it's First National. I think there was something else in there, too. And they're limiting their hours. They close at 5. On weekdays. What the fuck? Why even have a bank? Who's going to come in? They're offering less options than before. Yeah. yeah, I think my bank's open now to, like, 7 on Saturdays, too. It's just like, what the fuck? How's other banks getting worse? Because nobody goes into the bank anymore. Those days are over. Our dad's days are yeah. like, I gotta run errands, like go to the post office and go to the bank. Like, fuck that. I'm not doing any of that shit. I think the last time I had to run to the bank was to like cash a check. Yeah. Essentially. And you can do now that you can do now it on your online. phone. Yeah. I've done you can do it on your phone. You can take a picture of it. Yeah. That's what I do now. That's what I do. Yeah. Last time I went to the post office was because I almost missed those Batman McDonald's glasses. <laughs> and I felt like the biggest cock in the world just standing there in line. Like, all I could hear was the Mark Marin like, stamps.com commercial in your head. Like, why wait in line at the post office like a giant dickhead? <laughs> I actually had a decent experience at the post office. I had to go once because my MeUndies weren't being delivered. Like, yeah, <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not getting my, uh, my uh, panties. My, my mannish underwear is not coming in? No, My, but my like, mantis didn't come I've this been, week. I had been ordering stuff and like just other mail and it just hadn't been coming and I was like trying to call to like find out when it was and like the, the issue is that they're just like not delivering it and then sending it back and you have to get recharged for that then. So I was, like, trying to find out about that, but I went in there, and, yeah, sorry, our guy who's usually there, 
uh, was off. A new guy came in and he wasn't comfortable with your dog. I was like, just, just leave it in the door. That's all you had to do. And he's like, yeah, well, the regular guy's here. He's like, don't worry, chief. I'll get you tomorrow. And I was like, thank you. That's awesome. I was like, this is great. He's like, excuse me, my mantis. <laughs> what did he say? Manatees? Calm down, sir. We know you're hungry. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, if you could go back in time and, like, just remove a class from school, wouldn't it have been nice to have, like, had a class that's like, here's what you should do when you get a bank account. Like, here's what you should do, like, teach you, like, just how to write a check, how to... Like, that, that was on the news not that long ago. How to, get, how to, how to do your taxes. Yeah. That was my senior year religion class. It was, like, this really old guy named Mr. Needham, and he's like, I'm just going to teach you shit about, like, saving money... Oh my god, I wish I Stuff like that, because it's like, you've had 12 years, look, you're either a Christian or you're not. If you're not, I'm not going to force more of this shit down you, it's not going to convince you at this point in your life. Holy shit, I wish I had had that. He was awesome, but he was was, 70. That was the year I had Miss Finice, who's the teacher that, like, pretty much got me off Catholicism, because she just kept forcing us to write book reports about how gays are, like, spawns and shouldn't have the right to vote and shit like that. Just like, oh, this is horrendous. Why do you do this for fun? Yeah, (laughs) what do I do? I'm here to learn new things. I'm not allowed to jerk off in class. How can I write this? Because I, I, I know mom taught me how to write a check. I think when I was like 16 or so, she taught me how to write one. But I still think I do it relatively wrong. I feel like she wrote it and then would wait for it like a Pokeball to see if it would bounce like one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Caterpie escaped. It ran. Another pity she couldn't afford. Um, he started the class, our senior year religion class, with... He's like, hey, when I was a kid, we had uh, we had sprinkles, but we called them jimmies. And I remember my mom gave me 25, 30 cents every day to go get ice cream. Like, he was a Great Depression, like, kid. He must have been 70 in the 90s, so old guy. And uh, she gave me 30 cents, 25 cents, bought the ice cream. And then they'd always be like, do you want this nickel? Or he would hold up, or do you want this giant scoop of sprinkles? And he's like, for, you know, several years, I was one like, give me the sprinkles. And then finally I hit the age where I was like, Hey, you know what? I just want a week not getting the sprinkles and putting that nickel in my pocket, and then I could buy whatever I wanted as a kid at that point. A comic book, pack of cards, anything I wanted. And he's and that was the first thing he ever taught us in that class. That's immensely awesome. I wish I'd had that so much, because all the time, you're just like, the shit you never... There's so many times I'm in this house that I've been like... There's local taxes, too, that isn't wrapped up with everything yeah. else. There's county, county tax. What is this? They should. They don't. And they won't anytime soon, that's for sure. It seems Yeah, the home, this home ec class where you barely taught me anything, I still should have gotten much more practical advice about life. Yeah. That's a more parental. Not that that's right or wrong, because not every parental person would do that. But, I mean... Do you know how much money I assumed I was going to get my first paycheck from McDonald's? I was like, $7 an hour times 30 hours, that's like a billion dollars. <laughs> and you know, whatever, 20 bucks for taxes. <laughs> yeah, no one ever teaches you, like, you know, half of it's just going to go to the government anyway. <laughs> it's a shit you don't even know what it is. The back when they used to have the, it, it was, I think, state tax. It used to be a lump sum $52 tax that got taxed at the start. Now they've, like, just broken it down and it gets charged after weeks. But for a long time, it was the tax at the beginning of the year. And I got started at Target, like, within the start. That was, like, my first job, like, in March or something like that. Uh, and I remember getting hit with that, and it was, like, getting a paycheck for $14. Because you lost so much in yeah. taxes, and then it's like, hey, $52 getting taken out, too. It's like, oh, why? It's painful. <laughs> You're like, I don't even want to... I mean, I'm going to cash this, but I don't even want to cash <laughs> I this. 
but for the longest time, you're just like, oh, this $52, it was always the first paycheck of the year just sucked, because you're just yeah. like, 52 bucks just gets taken right the fuck out. Like, oh, why? It's murder. <laughs> George Bush, why? I voted for you. Well, not really, but, you know. Passively. <laughs> In theory. In spirit, I wasn't old enough, but if I had. Well, yeah, no, no, the federal government's got nothing to do with that. Yeah, I just mean general. It's occupational I, just somebody, yeah. I saw an episode of Simpsons last night, the one where Homer gets... He kills a scarecrow and becomes the leader of a scarecrow flock. All right. Or, no, I'm sorry, a crow flock, a murder of crows. episode, I'm assuming. Yeah. And uh, eventually they turn on him and start pecking him in the eyes, and he gets a a prescription for medical marijuana. That's the first ten minutes of it, though. That's what I hate about New Simpsons episodes. It's like half a plot starts, and that just leads into what the actual plot is. And the crows are gone. But uh, he's like, I'm smoking weed. Marge is like, you can't do that. That's illegal. He's like, I got a prescription. I can blow this right in our president's stupid monkey face. And I was like, what year did this come out? <laughs> it was like 2005. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wow. holy shit. That would have been amazing. <laughs> right in his stupid monkey face. <laughs> holy shit. Because I was like, this has to be in the last five years. They're smoking prescription marijuana. Oh, man. I'm so glad they still air it, though, and they haven't changed that line. No, it's hilarious, though. Wow. All right, Ryan Lockie, anyone want to do final thoughts? What's actually the story of it? Like, I've only been following it kind of tangentially. I just haven't sat down to read the whole story. From what I understand, I had gotten, like, a news report. Like, Ryan Lockley and three other Olympians robbed at gunpoint in Brazil. And then, like, a couple days ago, it was like, Ryan Lockley story. He's on gas station floor. <laughs> under skepticism, Ryan Lockley says, "Sorry, I fabricated the story, or I fabricated the story, but I'm not sorry that I did." On his way on airplane, so long, suckers. His last <laughs> words. Uh, what? I haven't still haven't seen the video. Every time I try and look up the video, it crashes on me. But I saw the stills from it. I didn't see the whole thing. It. They didn't catch it on video, but apparently he peed on the men- floor in the men's room of this like convenience store. And then they destroyed a sign in the parking lot, and they had armed guards there, like the uh, security for the city, when so they stopped trusting the police department. They're yeah. trying to split, I guess, and yeah. they're like, nope, you gotta pay for this shit. Mm-hmm. I, th- I heard that the bathroom door was locked, and they broke it down, so they had to take a piss. Oh, uh, that could be it, too. Yeah. Like, they actually smashed in one of the doors. And they were confronted by security, and one of the security guards pointed a gun at them. Or pulled a gun out at some point. And that's where they, like, oh, let's just come up with the story about being mugged. I guess in an idea to get ahead of it, not knowing that there'd be security footage everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I can, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound, it doesn't make him as douchey as I thought. Because when it sounded like, oh, you just made up a story, got robbed at gunpoint, like, it's kind of douchey in a way, but I guess his side of the story is like I was trying to go to the bathroom I couldn't get in I peed on the floor well it sounds like he was drunk too yeah yeah. Well, no, he was drunk they were mischievous with let the, them yeah. fuck that country and he first yeah. and people were like yeah he's just a kid like isn't he 32 yeah, I mean, that's I was a like, little not, too that's not, not a kid young. I, like, hasn't he been I know better than that yeah. hasn't he been at this Olympics like twice before yeah it's an odd parallel between his what I can only assume is going to be his exit from the Olympic Games at least and Michael Phelps's. well I thought he was a much more decorated, like, swimmer, but I'm looking at it, it, stuff here. He only competed one, like, he only medaled once this year, and that was in the four-man relay, so... He's got yeah. a lot of... Well, when you think of how many silvers he probably got, had it not been for Michael Phelps, would have been gold. Yeah, well, you know what? 
Be Michael Phelps, then. I'm yeah. sorry. I just can't care that much about second place. Born to the wrong deck, I, like, I barely care about first. It's like that It's like that uh, great beep joke where she's, like, posing with uh, the rowing team, and she's like, congratulations on your gold medal. Bronze. Bronze, Bronze. medal. Like, like, you see her face just deflate. Just like, that gets you a picture with the president? <laughs> Bronze in canoeing? <laughs> rowing? Although I did think it was cool. The women's 400 uh, track... The relay? They had, Where they had to run it over? First, second, and third. It really looks bizarre. Oh, that one you yeah. talked about. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That was like, oh, that's sweet. Like, it's two seconds. hurdle or something like that. That was the hurdle. That was it. That was what they got it as. I was like, that's pretty sweet. I thought you meant the relay one where the, like, Brazilian athlete four, just... Four by 100. Yeah, where she, like, the Brazil, one Brazilian athlete accidentally, uh, like, elbowed the American on the baton pass. <laughs> the baton pass that just went flying. So they let them do their, redo their own as long as they beat whoever got eighth in it. They go on to the next finals. But it's just them running a relay race just the four of them that is it's weird. really weird to watch <laughs> and it was one it was actually fast and they almost fucked they, up the baton pass it was actually oh. faster than what they wanted as. yeah because i think they did it in like 40.6 and the actual gold medal race was i think like 40 41.6 yeah no, I didn't see that one. I, I well, that would be creepy. Like an like, I guess the stadium itself's not empty. Yeah, but like an empty track running it solo would be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here I, I come. We've been crushing the Olympics this year. This it's, is ridiculous. It's not even close. Like the medal count, we're winning in every medal category. I actually, I think we're like a hundred some medals, yeah, and we're, yeah. do- we're doubling. China's yeah. behind us, and I think they've got like fifty. Yeah, and gold, we're just crushing everyone. I think it's uh, even Usain Bolt's not strong enough. <laughs> And he's got help him. He's trying to limp Jamaica across that finish line. The American guy got a decent shot against him, too. Like, you know, he's still lost. But Third. Oh, J- Jason we Gatling? Bron- we got bronze in it. I thought there was somebody else who got silver against Jason Gatling uh, got bronze, who looks like a dried-up old crackhead. Honestly, I was surprised, like, he was still eating. But. Well, I meant, like, the four... We did. We just did the 4x100. Oh, really? And we got bronze in that. Japan came out of fucking. That's nowhere. that's what silver. it was. Japan. Wow. Japan came in and got second. Japan was on his ass. Japan's the one I wanted to bring up too because they they're I don't know if they intended this. They're definitely making a fucking run at showing themselves up before they get the Olympics themselves. Oh, that sounds going to be spotless because they've been killing it like so far. Especially like wrestling for some reason they've come <laughs> out and started killing. Like they the uh, I forget the weight class, but one of the women ran it. Well, just won the gold immediately. Like her coach ran out, she started fireman's carrying him. I guess that's oh, what wow. they do. But they've been oh, doing no. a lot better. Uh, it was just weird, like looking at our runners in Jamaica. The guys are all big. Oh, they're huge. And you look at Japan's, and there's just these tiny little guys. And you're like, all right, what drugs are you guys on? The one that was, uh, same thing that lets us win eat offs somehow. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the guy's name was, but the runner. <laughs> yeah, he won Japan. He got a lot of distance. Why do we always have to have it in bathhouses? <laughs> <laughs> With big, like, cartoonish samurai faces on, like, neon signs. Is the 100 hand slap legal? That seems unfair. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to just slap people. <laughs> oh, 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 Why? Uh, yeah, no, but. Yeah, I think it was a black guy from Japan. That's what people were like. There's oh, black wow. people in Japan? It's like, yeah, they can, they can be born there. Uh, not true descendants. But they're so big. Why would you put a kid through that? He's just going to be huge. Yeah, we have almost double the medals of China, who's our second place, and essentially double the gold medals. It really makes you want to start like a USA chain. USA. Great Britain's in a very distant third. When's the basketball finals? That already happened? The women's won. 
The men's hasn't happened. Definitely not what I asked. Okay. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, the men's. We've only got a couple more days left. It's yeah, got to be coming. It, well, it must be either tonight or like tomorrow. I know they won the quarterfinals. Oh man! Oh, did we lose the semifinals? No. To uh, Bulgaria? No. Uh, oh my god! Brazil's not even in the top ten in medals yeah, at their own Olympics. Very little, yeah. They're fifteenth. Then they get blown. They're out of water. underneath Kazakhstan. Then they get blown out of the water in soccer again. No, the men's just won. Oh, did they? The men's okay. just won soccer. They well, they had a big. I don't chip know what happened about women. They had a big chip on their shoulders <laughs> after after the World Cup. <laughs> they did just win that, but no, like. Good. South Korea's being them. Netherlands, New Zealand, Kazakhstan. Like, how does North Korea compete in the Olympics? Yeah. No, North Korea doesn't. It doesn't. If China I, does, I you they, think they would? I thought they don't. If China and Cuba, sure I mean, China and Cuba does. Why? Because that would be. I think, like, I think North Korea can't censor it in any way. They, they can't just distribute. The results. Well, they control the feed getting in. They decide. I'm sure it would just be highlights like, oh, we look how fast we won this race. I mean, that's bronze medal by mistake. That's not. (laughs) I could have swore I read a story first on how there was a North Korean and a South Korean young girl, probably in gymnastics or something like that. They were competing in the same event that made friends and had a photo together. Oh, let's see. I'm looking through. That's Milo Notice. You think of the movie Milo Notice, Jeff? Am I? Uh, it looks like they is have a really? gymnastics. No, that's a cat and dog. <laughs> no. I think there is a gymnastics team. From Serbia there. crushes Australia to set up gold versus the U.S., so it's us versus Serbia. We have to... Eh, there's a lot of tall white guys in Serbia, though. Are you talking is, about basketball? Yeah. Is there These any, are NBA pros. Yeah, I was like, is they're, there they're any Serbian NBA pro that's on the other yeah. no. Serbian team? <laughs> that, that's, oh, no, they didn't have to call a bunch of They're just like, home. we bring back our number one guys, Jeremy Rean. <laughs> it's not like the hockey one where it's like, oh, fuck, we're really losing some talent. It's like that one guy, it's like, I play, I'm like third string on the Timberwolves. Yeah, I'm the second tier point guard on the Toronto Raptors. Take it easy, Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like they might, there might be a North Korean <clears throat> gymnast But it team? just sets the fall off that much oh, worse. I could be wrong, but I could. I know, I mean, obviously if there's a gymnast team, they must have a team, but I didn't think they sent anybody. I assumed they wouldn't want to. Because like, they ran. Uh, I think they do, because I thought Syria I saw can't. Well, I bet Syria probably sent some refuge team there. Well, did you see there's actually a team of refugees? Yeah, I did yeah. see that. That's they actually, have a flag for the first time. That's pretty cool. Like, refugee country. Oh, yeah. They don't want anything. Not if you're living in America, though. <laughs> Fuck off. You march under this flag. Unless you really stink, then go ahead and take the Turkish flag. <laughs> it's like we're even letting them in. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's this is our Guantanamo Bay <laughs> for the Olympic team. Uh, let's see. None I'm, of them have nipples. Uh, is this Iran? I can't tell. I don't know. The, all the flags look very similar over you there. Just, and then you don't hit the space and you get Iran so far away again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm tired of this. Starting it. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> well, I guess I should listen. Uh, there's a cycler maybe from Iran? I can't tell what this flag is. And oh, what a hot country for cycling. <laughs> profile's not coming up. Uh, I-R-I. What would that be other than Iran? United. Oh. I, what is it? I-R-I is the initials. Oh, God. I don't know. I mean, his name... But everybody else's country is... His name own. is Godarm is Bondi Irana, so I don't know. Every other country is in their own language, though. So. Yeah, so I'd assume that they don't, because I don't get any results when I search for Iran, but I don't know. No. I, don't, I don't know where this guy's from. I'm going to assume they don't. But I've been o for o, I've been o for three in like Olympic predictions. Canada? Far no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they've just been looped in with us, with <laughs> Team North America. Yeah. So what they, they do sure. in the Summer Olympics. Boosh. 
dickheads. They're like doing decent. Have you now? Have you? I can't believe there's there's beach and indoor volleyball. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. I like yeah. it because beach indoor is a lot different. Indoor's got like a six person team. Yeah, and it's like a larger court usually, and like specific positions within it too. Here's a little tip, a little trip uh, trivia tip for you. Next time you're watching indoor, ever there's always one guy on the team that's gonna have a different colored jersey. That's the libero. His job is a specialty player who plays defense in the back line and can switch out with anyone. Ah, uh, okay. So if you ever see it, and like a girl asks, like, what? Yeah. Why is his jersey a different color? And you're like, get in there and make me a sandwich, you dumb whore. And then when you come back, that's the libero. Nice cans. Yeah. Now let's get, now put in that diaper and that rattle and let's get into some age play. I'm your big daddy. DDLG, baby. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts before we wrap this up, gentlemen? I think we're good. Jarvis want to leave uh, our audience with a, a send-off. Jordy went to take a dump, so I guess we're... Yeah, I'm just going to go right past that. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I guess that is... <laughs> <laughs>